We're so out of whack right now. This is <sighs> weird. At least your mic's working, Greg. Yeah, thank God. I know. I had technical. I had to like make sure the technological aspect of my setup was good. You know, Greg. You what know? do you tell your barber when you get a haircut? Uh, buzz on the side and back, and then just I... neat and just neaten up the top because I got the receding hairline and I needed hidden as you have a long receding as I hairline? can. I've had it for a while, dude. No, <laughs> yes. you don't. Look yes, down. I do. Look down. Yeah, it's pretty good. So let me see the back. I, yeah, I can't like. Oh, well, you said ah, that's a pretty good line. Uh, pretty good line. I've had this. I swear, because here's the thing: when I was growing What's up, like I would only get the buzz cut, and then after a while, when I started realizing, wow, like the line up here is just bad. Yeah. Oh, I might as well start cut. growing. I show yeah. people your LinkedIn picture to show them tub, chubby Greg. <laughs> I I remember one time I showed um I showed uh people like a picture of me from college, like my freshman year. And then they see, and it's not the hair. They just see like the extra weight and they're like, that's not you. And I'm like, eh, yeah, dude, me. I, uh, full transparency did not think it was you when I looked back the other day, I look pretty mm -hmm. often. Do you, uh, do you use your LinkedIn? No, fuck no. I haven't updated that thing since like senior year of college. And that was just cause it was a requirement I had to do. I I've not touched that thing. I don't even know my password. Uh, okay. I, I want to take it control that one day. Uh, big week, Greg, a lot to talk about, a lot to get into. We are in fact, uh, all wearing black today, huh, Josh? Not only are we all wearing black today, but today I've brought <clears throat> the beer sling. I'm, I'm sorry, about what? hockey today, and I'm going to need every little one of these fuckers to get through this. You I like how it's bent in the middle like an old person's penis. Listen, how, how, <laughs> how much is in that thing, just out of curiosity? Don't worry about it, Greg. It cold? Not enough. And is Greg. it cold, just out of curiosity? So cold you're like just- the it's the fucking Wyoming mountains. What so is your it? Entire, yeah, your entire chest or back is just going to be freezing the entire time you're doing the show then. What's the, what's the beer? I have I, I think a he, bunch of stuff in here. If Carhartt made a seltzer, what would the, what would the flavor be? Pine. Douche. Yeah. Well, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> wow. I don't think you could say that. You're from Western Pennsylvania. Shout out the hounds. That's I thought was fighting words on their part. In that case. Yeah, I know. I just I just attacked an entire segment of Pittsburgh creators accidentally. Literally. All right, let's crack these beers and talk, gentlemen. Let's do it. Well, I think Josh already cracked his by accident because I was excited. That no, I, I wasn't even gonna. I was just gonna go into it. But Greg, thank you for calling him out. <laughs> Premature <laughs> cracking, not cool, man. Two, one, the action. Oh, Gregory, what kind of water do you got today? Nah, still from still from last week. I got my Heineken Zero still. Oh. I've got an I've got enough in there to last me until the end of Lent, and I plan on exhausting it until I, that happens. So. I got an issue with that. Go with go ahead with your issue. 
Josh, I think you know what I'm going to ask. Craig, what did you give up for Lent? Oh, yeah. Alcohol. No, no. What did you give up for Lent? Alcohol. Okay, so what are you drinking? Non-alcoholic beer. What's the percent of alcohol in that? Oh. 0.0. I can't 0.09. 0.09. Have you looked this up? So there is a certain number of non-alcoholic beers you can drink that will get you drunk. No beer is truly, truly yeah, non-alcoholic. Yeah, it's part of the fermenting process. So that's why I've seen like the Brooklyn stuff is like 0.5, I think. And I've also seen some other ones. Like I think Brewdogs is also 0.5 as well. My point though is, Greg. Oh, he's saying you're a bad Christian. I'm saying Jesus hates you. I've least. never, I've, I've never claimed to be a good Christian. So I'm. Then why? What? To, what? I've never claimed to be a good one. So where is this coming from? You're doing Lent. You already broke so, it. I listen. I, this is how I am choosing to participate, and I'm sticking to it. In that case, I'll be judged. I'll be judged on my dying days, and I'm staring at whatever pearly gaze in front of me and whoever decides to judge me and says hey you gave up alcohol for lent but you still consumed a little bit should i still let you in it won't be that it'll I'll- be the strangling the cats thing that'll get you out of heaven buddy <laughs> mm, retweeting point. devin bush's tweet where he threw the cat off the roof <laughs> that's what's gonna not get you in that's what's gonna keep you out greg yeah damn it I thought, but it's the thing. Dogs go to heaven. Cats go to hell. So, like, therefore, I should be in the clear then. I'm good. Do they say know. that in the movie? There, it's the movie, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yeah, Literally, but I don't think the, they say all cats go to hell in the movie. I think all of the cats are in hell, though. I don't think it's called hell. I don't think that's well, how that works. Well, I mean, you know, what did, what did Wiz Khalifa drive? What? A hellcat. Mm-hmm. Cats. I mean, cats, cats definitely cat. don't go to heaven. Also, in in the original in the 1999, the real version of the Mummy, cats are the guardians of the underworld. So, True. well, that's so, a, that's a thing. Yeah, but that also that's explains like, like why cats are part of like the dead. It's the bad, you know. It's they're evil. They're evil sons of kind of like you, you breaking know? Lent, supposedly, and I'm leaving it at that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I made myself cough. All right, let's get into it. Josh, uh, what is our first topic tonight? I'm still Googling whether we didn't we didn't even like go over we didn't even go over like what you guys are drinking. We just went on this tangent about me going to heaven or hell. It's that, like, modello time. I just had to ah. use my fridge. I feel really sick, so I just want to do light beer. Uh not really sick. I feel like I have a head cold. Damn, that- what is this? Last week Josh was sick and now you're sick. Like we're this hanging is just out. Going, we hung this out. Is, you're gonna. I mean, we're, like, this is two this months is, ago. But yeah. <laughs> well, I just meant right now. That's true. You could catch a virus. Ha ha ha. You know what I mean, Greg? I know what you mean, but Josh, what are you drinking? Is that the Bama new one? Mountain from Black Tooth? Mmm. Oh, I thought you wait. Okay, so wait. I thought what, where's the fat tire? I had fat tire earlier today. What? Yeah, tell me. I didn't even know they made a new one. Yeah, so they completely. Oh yeah, you would think the marketing guy would know that Fat Tire completely rebranded, put out a brand new branding campaign. Now, the good beer side of me doesn't care about Fat Tire. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. What do you? You got heat with Fat Tire? What, why it's, is it's this? Yingling's gross stepbrother? It's okay, but the people that tout it, Greg, it makes no sense. No, it's I not. It's not like an take, elite beer. Because that's a I would trash argue- ass statement. 
All right, I Josh say, is muted on it's Zoom. A trash so, ass statement. It's just you know not it's, a good enough beer you know for the hype it gets at all. I can't hear. I would say statement. fat tires like the terrible. introduction for a lot of people going into craft beer, though. It's like it's like the. It's like your litmus to kind of get you an understanding of what it is you like. Do you like something sweeter? Would you like something with more Look, bite? Greg, it's like the perfect safe beer. Here's what I'll say. If Josh gives me a good reason before 610 why Fat Tire's a good beer, I will apologize live on air. Well, he's got an hour then because he's two hours ahead. So <laughs> Okay, then 510. I'll, I'll give okay. him 511. Josh, also, give me a good reason. I'm only reason an hour behind you, Derek, but that's fine. It's okay. Time's confusing. I mean, I don't know. I, I, can't, I, can barely, yeah. I can't hear his understanding and stuff. Yeah, you know? That's I, a bit of a problem. He only has like another minute to give us a fat tire. I, I don't know how well this is going to go over and stuff. I don't Boy, know. If, was what? right at the I beginning really like of the to know boom. What he's saying right now, but I also kind of don't. So I just think it's funny to imagine what he's saying. I didn't know I had this power to be it's completely honest to on. mute him. It's kind, it's kind of scary that you do. I didn't realize you had it either. Josh didn't want to get the Zoom. I told him I'd give him my Zoom login, and he didn't yeah, want you to get muted. Am I muted? You, I, I think bueno? he. He gave up so much power he and didn't even me. realize it. <laughs> Should not have signed that contract. It's six oh nine, Josh. <laughs> I think the best part it. of this. Is that everyone I, can still hear if me? If he can just figure out YouTube. in a minute at the same time of oh, coming no. up with an excuse for you don't Fat Tire, we'll also works. get the control back from you to be able to answer. That would be incredible. <laughs> the coolest right, I'm control. I'm Josh because Bean tore his toy in half, and oh no, he unmuted himself, and I just uh, clicked mute again. Oh, damn man. it! Damn uh, it, Josh! Your, your little Bad joke. Timing on your part. Oh wait, yeah. he unmutes himself. I just asked him to unmute. Ooh, your little Josh. joke was really, really bad because you're What's the only it? two that couldn't hear me. What? Yeah. That's not true. You no, come through true. my because my mic goes directly into OBS. That's okay. So I was like, okay. the entire joke was that you needed to tell me why beer was good by the 10 minute mark and you couldn't. All right. Why don't you go clean up the bean toy and I'm going to play this cool new intro. I mean, your joke about the joke was terrible. All right. Bye. All right, Greg, are you ready? I wrote a lot of jokes about this. I'm going to go over the fastest two minutes. NHL. Hang on, hang on. Is, what? Is this something that I'm going to have to time you on? Because no. I will do it since you brought this no, no, up. No, no, All right. This is my fastest two minutes NHL trade deadline recap. Are you ready? Shout out Chris Berman for the inspiration in this case. I'm ready, Josh. The NHL trade deadline is tomorrow, but all the hot moves have happened today. Patrick Kane is now a Ranger. Oh, but wait, there's more. So is Tarasenko and Tyler Mott. Again? The Leafs added former league MVP and Conspite's winner Ryan O'Reilly and add minute muncher Jake McCabe to their blue line and bring back the former scapegoat of the franchise, Luke Shen. What? Boston is having literally the best season in NHL history. So what do they do? Go out and get a top 20 defenseman, Dmitry Orloff, and then add everybody's least favorite favorite son, Tyler Bertuzzi. The Preds are sellers at the deadline, sending Nito Nita Ryder to Winnipeg, Tanner Janot to Vegas, Matthias Ekholm to Edmonton. And then it's okay, though, because they brought Barry Trotz on as the GM. Who? Vegas also had another top six winger in Ivan Barbashev. Shut down defense 
And then after shutting down Mark Stone for the rest of the season, boy, people are going to be pissed when he scores 10 goals in the playoffs for the Knights and they're $15 million over the cap. The Devils gave up the farm for 26-year-old, 30-plus goal nuclear missile in Timo Meyer and further their mission to win every game 9-7. Carolina said, <laughs> Carolina selects the category of former blue chip talent with impossible names to spell for 400, please, as they had Jesse Bulliarvi and Shane Gostisbehere. L.A. trades Jonathan Quick for two rentals because nothing is sacred anymore. Ottawa gets the Bella the Ball by giving up three picks for Jacob Chikrin. Now that gives Arizona more picks next year than players they have signed. And that is the fastest two-minute recap of the NHL trade deadline. That was the, the longest two minutes of my life. <laughs> that was that was impressive, and I think you need a lozenge that now. That was well written. That, so. mm-hmm. <clears throat> I also like that you, it was like a funny joke by saying that no one can spell anyone, the Carolina Hurricanes as well, when in actuality, you can also not spell either. So I like that nice little poking and funny. Spell Paul Yarby or Goss to spare right fucking now. I'm not, I'm not doing Paul Yarby. say the words like, you messed up, Josh, and asked you to spell them. <laughs> I'm not doing Paul Jarvi because there's random J's Wait, and Greg. Y's in that one. So no. You Josh, can you, hold on, hold on. Josh, Whatever. can you spell, spell deadline for me? Well, it's, it's, oh no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there, idiot. <laughs> the D-line. <laughs> this is the NHL D-line. I didn't realize we were talking Cam Hayward for a second, but that's okay. Great. I'm cool with it. Oh, uh, so man. let's start with some teams and go from their smalls. We need to clip the last time we show in Deke's face. Funny his content will put out. <laughs> Josh, I here's my problem. I was definitely just staring off, but I was listening to you imagining Berman say it. Yeah. So like I looked like this. <laughs> just the entire oh, I'm lost, guys. Uh oh fuck. What a world. Shout out Smalls. What's up, buddy? Um <laughs> That'll be a clip. So let's start with the pens. Let's start at home. Uh, sure. I just want to say we are better than Nashville. It was a great game. Had a lot of fun. Hmm. Um, I don't understand the two trades we made. Me so <laughs> we bring <laughs> in the wrong tree. Yeah. Like we brought, who did we bring in? But we, I know we got rid of Bluger. Yeah. So we traded for uh, Mikel Granlin, yes. um, who was on Nashville. Yep. And literally, it seemed like we traded he for missed him. A breakaway. He missed a breakaway. And the we're two like, guys oh, behind me. Yeah. They said, that's the difference. They got four guys who I knew the four guys they're talking about. They got four guys who can score on breakaways, and we don't got one of them. And then we traded for that guy. Why? Why? The best is Why were Josh, there Yinzers cheering for No, they the were just old white guys. It just okay, sounds yeah. the same. The best is they do this thing, which I don't know, Josh, if, you've, if you're aware of this champ, but they do this whole thing where they go, hey, uh, the goalie, Jari, you, you suck. suck. Yeah. It's all your fault. Right. I was like, hey, Jari, you suck. It's all you. I kind of was also cheering it. But then we scored the first goal, and I looked at my buddy Sam, and I said, how does it go? Hey, (laughs) Josie. You suck. I was like, Sam, Sam, is this it? And everyone was like, we're in like season tickets that have been had for 15 years. Oh, fantastic. Like since the beginning of the franchise. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. There's I probably people it. that know the people that are there yeah. the entire oh, yeah. time too, and you're just like the dickhead that bothered. The They're like, "Oh, we love the Pinsleys. This will be great." And I'm there in a Max Talbot Winter Classic jersey. 
you're like I clearly you know nothing Calvin. about this player. oh my god <laughs> sorry so josh we pick up greenland yeah but then we shift bluger which we just sent him out for nothing yeah for nothing we're just like here please take our penalty killer this Whose daughter did he have sex with? Like, I'm uh, very confused. It. Hang on. We know that if you have sex with Mike Sullivan's daughter, that means you get to play in the top six. Thank yeah. you, Connor Sheary. So it Shout couldn't have been Connor that. Sheary. Maybe he turned well, down Sheary. one of his daughters. Maybe. Yeah, I, the whole Sheary Sherry thing, they yeah, suck. Fuck that guy. We're so dumb, by the way. <laughs> I cannot believe that whole thing in general. But, yeah, uh, we get rid of our best penalty killer. We get a guy who Still has third three line years. Center. And yes. third line center, yes. We get a guy who is supposed to be our third line center or third line winger, depending on which way they want to use Jeff Carter for this time. And he's got three years left on his contract with about five mil per average annual value. So that's five million now more we have to deal with for next year's cap, where we have to resign Jari Zucker and maybe Dumo at a reduced cost. But that's after the purpose on that one. Also, this guy's I- never scored 30 goals. No, his, <laughs> that's a really his, good point. His passing numbers are supposedly ridiculous, though. There was like I one year I sp- don't give a shit about that boring metric. No, no, I know, but like I just was blown away. Like there was me. one year he had like eleven goals and fifty-two assists, which was kind of an ab- absurd like uh, difference on that one. But the only yeah. thing that I, the only positive that I can take away from this thought is that they did want to get another center. But yeah. I'm assuming they didn't want to spend money on JT Miller because Miller's cap hit next year was going to be eight million, and he we're going to have him for seven more years on that deal. So ain't that the guy from ain't that the actor? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. All right. Same. I just want to make sure yeah. that we're all on the same. He has lettuce. So. Mm-hmm. So that's what, the only logic. Why didn't they get rid of? Okay. None of this makes any sense. I like the hockey guy asking Greg questions. Ask it. Okay, so we went and got another center, and we're going to still play Jeff Carter? Is that what we're going to do? Instead of going Crosby, Malkin, Granlund, Bluger, we're going to somehow force this guy to play out of position. Oh, my God. Apparently, this guy can play wing or center, which is the logic here. And as it has been expunged numerous times on Twitter, they can't get rid of Carter. He has a no movement clause. He can't be waived. Well, he, he can barely move on the ice, so that makes sense. I know. I know. It says a lot. Yeah. You can buy him out. You could cut him. You can't cut him. He has no movement clause on his contract. They cannot get rid of him. Can you cut someone? Yeah, that sounds wild. No movement clause. Why did we give him a no movement clause? His name is Jeff Carter. Because the player cannot be waived, assigned to the minors, or traded. Is waved and cut the same in hockey? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. This also means they cannot be exposed in the expansion draft. Yeah. Why does Why does Jeff Carter have that? I don't because, know. Because well, well, here's the other thing too. They decided to save him instead of Jared McCann and Brandon Tanev, and look how that worked out for us. Jared McCann should be our starting third line center right now, and he's also with Tanev on his fucking wing. Because mm-hmm. well, where are they again, Greg? They're not. That team's not any good this year, right? Wherever they went. Oh wait, they're in fucking Seattle, ripping yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. So, a lot to be said on Is, this one, folks. How do you get a no movement clause? You literally negotiate it. No, no, no. So I'll D, give you uh, one right now. So, so Dan Dickface. He said to be copy and pasted. Jeff Carter could not be moved. This is why it's called a no movement clause. He can't be cut, waived, released, demoted, anything. 
that's the nature of a 35 and over contract. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's if age. you're over 35, you get this? No. Apparently, you could ask for it. Okay. So he's just saying, I the way I read this was like, oh, you're 35 next year? Welcome to the no movement clause. No, 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 no. No. That's not how it works. But um, a lot of older players tend to ask for that because I don't know if, if you've heard this analogy, but hockey players yeah. like where their stuff is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they don't like to move. <laughs> Only players that are 27 or older really? or seven accrued seasons are eligible for no trade or no Correct. movement clause. Correct. No trade means it can't be traded. No movement means they can't move. Right. Mm-hmm. I want a no movement clause in every sport because it sounds like a pouting little baby and I love it. And like then you can't you have even to, be cut. You have to. So like Jonathan Quick had a no trade clause. They had to go beg him to waive it. And then, like, and that's exactly how the Rangers got Patrick Kane because he had a new mo- a new movement yeah. clause that he had to waive, but he would only waive it to go to the Rangers. Mm-hmm. It screws the team because then you're only negotiating with one person. You can't like <laughs> go about anything else to try to get better packages for someone. That's well, I mean, where you kind of get screwed. Yeah, I know that part because there's no trade clause in the NFL. The difference is the cut. Right. factor i don't yeah. get that or the the down to the minors thing i do get that because once you're 27 being sent out of the minors feels like a death sentence at that point right shout out brock mcginn who was that other guy that was from uh, pennsylvania well, no that everybody played hockey with growing up all the slippery rock guys like played deck with him and shit who was he was a pen for a hot second he was supposed to be good he was from pen Trafford or some shit uh you know him greg oh jesus um Everybody's friends with him on Twitter and shit. What the freak? Bo Bennett? Bo Bennett. Yes. Oh, yeah. Is he from he Pittsburgh? No. No, no. <laughs> from, oh, no everybody in Pittsburgh like, loves him. Yes. No, Bo yes. Bennett's is playing. No, everybody on, at Slip loved him because Bo Bennett apparently played in line in the summer. So like, yeah, they just gravitated yeah. towards him. Yeah. yeah. I think Christian told me that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, other teams here. So, yeah, I saw the Jonathan Quick stuff. Um, I have a question for you guys about so Jonathan Quick to the Las Vegas Golden Knights, Patty Kane over to the Rangers. Does any of that matter? Because I feel like if the Pens wanted to try, they would have bought. But we all know that the Bruins are where they are, so it's kind of an arms race that no one wants to be a part of, as you've said in the past, Josh. So do those moves even matter? So the Rangers' moves, getting Tarasenko, Mott, and Patrick Kane is them attempting to fix their scoring problems with guys who are way past their prime. Yeah. Um, we will see. So the, the good news for the Rangers is that Tarasenko and Kane both have a lot of reputation of being great in the playoffs. Yeah. So they're attempting to match the Bruins in the arms race. That's yeah. what their game plan is. Not, um, not to mention that, but Artemi Panarin loves playing with Patrick Kane and they're on the same line sure, together, supposedly. Sure. So. Great. Will that make a difference? Will that move the needle for them? To be determined. It could. Yeah. It probably won't. Um, the thing that moves the needle for them is they have arguably one of the best, if not the best goalie in the world, one of the best goalies in the world. Um, so Igor. we'll see. We'll see. I hate Igor. I don't know why I just hate him. The Jonathan Quick thing, it feels like the flurry thing from a couple of years ago all over again where literally he got traded as the game was going on, rode back on the team plane that night, and then Columbus told him, don't even bother to report to Columbus. We're trading you again. 
Nice. There was a chance that Jonathan Quick never played another NHL game, depending on who he got traded to, like if it was like the Phoenix or whatever. Yeah. Um, now that he's in Vegas, he has a chance to possibly match up with the Kings in the first round. Um, yeah. And also, Vegas is kind of like the the wagon in the West this year. So, like, he could win another cup. Um, I would imagine he goes to Vegas, especially because Vegas just dealt their backup goalie. So, I would imagine that they wouldn't have done that if they didn't think he was coming. Um, does that move the needle, the needle for Vegas? No, but maybe. Um, they're he's fast. He's he's quick. Some say. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Jonathan Quick was famous for being hot, getting on hot streaks, and being able to just dominate the playoffs now they have a rookie goaltender um logan thomas is that it thompson logan That's thompson the tight end for the washington commanders thank you <laughs> logan <laughs> thompson um we got actors we got football players yeah, got everything under the sun yeah um and he yeah has is is having a, a Calder worthy season. I wouldn't go as far as Vesna, but he's been good for them. Okay. The good news is is that he now has a mentor who has won two Stanley Cups and a Conn Smythe and knows what it takes and can kind of help him through those things. Plus, if he gets hurt, you're rolling the dice on a, a one last ride from Jay Quick. I rather there's a bunch of other goalies that I would I would I would take Jonathan Quick over a bunch of different goalies, is what I'm trying to say. So Mm. Even at his, you guys, age. you guys remember Mark Andre Fleury? Yeah, he's in yeah, Minnesota. Cool. Uh, Blood bomb in the chat with his his religious name David. Uh, he said, oh. "Who's the pretty girl?" That would be Josh Elseth. That's me, I guess. You see the see the flow. The flow is all you need to know. Yeah. All right, bars, Greg. Um. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what else do we got for hockey talk? Anything else you guys want to do cover today? I think we hit some of the big names that moved. Uh, we know Boston's the greatest team that's ever been. It sucks. I hate them. Whew. I yeah. would just like to point out that Connor McDavid is having maybe the greatest season of the modern era. He's on pace to eclipse 65 goals. Could probably touch 70 if he really goes on a, on a run, which he's currently on. Um, he is If he scores two goals in his next game, he will tie the NHL record for most con- – most consecutive two goal or more games. I mean, the guy is just, he is doing yeah incredible things that we've never seen. And it sucks. He's going to get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I, that was going to be my question. Does any of that matter? No. Like, yeah, I don't mean to be a jag off at the game. I, I said to Sam, my buddy, that Sid is the best hockey player I'll ever see. And he said, Connor McDavid. And I was like, no, Sid's better than Connor McDavid because he wins. He wins. Like, I, I get it. I understand how great Connor is. I called him a fraud like five, four years ago at this point because he ain't going to win confirm. shit. Can't confirm. Can't confirm. He's just on a bad team. They ain't going to win shit. Yeah. So does any of that matter? Like, it does. But does it? it it'll it's like matter. Joker winning back-to-back MVPs in the NBA. It, it would matter because otherwise they would miss the playoffs. Fair. That's a very good point. So he's at least going to drag the Oilers kicking and screaming into the playoffs. And then maybe, maybe by the grace of God, they get past the first round. But they're worse than they were the other, the yeah. last year or two years ago. Did when they, they went on to that the Avalanche? Bar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. I would Calgary? like to point out no, that. Yeah, Avalanche. You're right. You're right. 
I would just like to point out that based on the number of teams that have made moves and the number of teams that you see on cap friendly that have exceeded the maximum cap space that has already come up, it's amazing how many teams have made moves and believe they still are in it with this much time left in the season. Well, like that, that kind of that also speaks volumes to the playoff format, and it also just kind of speaks volumes right. to the fact that, like, after like in the East, after Boston, it's kind of like it's kind of a gauntlet, I'd argue, to try to figure out who's going to get there. Like, definitely, each team has like their top guys, but it's it's such a it's such a crapshoot, and then the West is a mess to like try to figure out who's going to be the best team coming out of it in the end. Like that, like that's going to be fun to figure out. But right now, the only surefire thing is Boston. And that's so it. Everyone the, else is just like mishmash together at this point. <laughs> Greg is the best person on this show. Yeah, we all said, know. Nope, it's all right. you, Blood Bomb. <laughs> Boop. Um, <laughs> okay, so here's here's the ish, right? Um, this year's trade deadline was really interesting because there were more marquee players that were moved than ever, ever. It it really did mirror <laughs> the NBA in that sense, where like. We had Patrick Kane, Ryan O'Reilly, Tarasenko, Quick. Mm-hmm. Like these are household names for NHL at least um, that were all getting moved. That was a big deal. Um, but there were also a lot of players that were being traded from teams that are attempting to tank that have term. So the Jake Arizona Chickerins, yeah, basically um, Timo Meyer isn't that situation, but Barbashev is. Um, Jake McCabe is, I mean, like there were a lot of pieces that Orlov isn't, but there were a lot of pieces. Oh, Juno, Nina Ryder, both have t- term. Uh, it's pronounced Gino. Thank you. <laughs> um, so like the there were silent. a lot of guys moved that had term left on their contract, which made yep. everyone buyers, not necessarily just playoff teams. These weren't rentals. A lot of the guys that got moved, some of them mm-hmm. are, but a lot of them were moved with the intention of making a team better. That's why you saw an Ottawa make a move. That's why you saw some other teams kind of get in the mix that made like the blues, right? Were really active, even though they're kind of like sellers, but they really weren't. And the things they got back for, um, their they weren't draft picks. They were actual players and prospects Mm -hmm. because they're trying to reload as quickly as possible. It's yeah, it was a really interesting deadline. Um, we also had a great quote from the Tampa Bay general manager, that basically said, if you're not tra- if you're trading anything other than a top fifteen pick, you're trading air. That it doesn't matter. Uh, I I agree with that because I don't think. Hear me out. I, I think personally believe I believe in all sports except the NFL. Mm-hmm. The only picks that really matter are top ten picks yep. in the NBA. You can find don't, Joker draft the door in a subway commercial. Sure. But there are so many players drafting the first round of the NBA that don't even make it to the league. There are so many players in baseball that just genuinely don't make it to the league because of the process there. Hockey, you can draft a guy everywhere. They don't make it to the league. The NFL, in my opinion, is the only one that matters from start to finish in terms of actual roster construction. All the other drafts, I mean, maybe MLS, What I, I, don't, I don't know the super draft too, too much anymore. Yeah, hockey for yeah. me, if you're not a top 10 pick, it's super murky. Deke, well, Deke, I'm ahead. glad you brought this up because I'm glad you brought this up because you are notorious for repeating the Brian Windhorse quote a lot that talks about yeah. like, you know, like their, you know, draft picks are like cars. As soon as yep. they get off the lot, they're nothing, you know, you got to maintain them and you got to take right. them to the shop and you got to use it. 
Yes. And I would also, I would like to challenge you on this case. First off with the NFL. Yes. That logic does kind of abide to it, but I would also argue that once those picks are made, if that pick is used on something that a team didn't necessarily need or was wanting, then, you know, the value kind of dissipates with it. But what I will challenge you on in this case, NFL and NBA, I can kind of agree a little bit about draft picks, not necessarily, necessarily NHL and NBA. You said NFL and NBA. I just want to make sure I'm getting well, the leaks here. You're good. Sorry. You're good. NFL and NFL and NBA, I can I can make the case, especially in the sport where as soon as they are drafted, they're either competing for roster spots or they are kind of put on a bench or stashed overseas in that case. Oh, with the okay. NBA. Okay. With the with MLB and NHL, I challenge you a little bit on in that case. And I Do bring it. it up and I bring it especially with the NHL. Say it with your chest. What, one of the things that has bugged me so much about the Pens for the longest time when Jim Rutherford kept getting rid of all of our first-round draft picks to try to like go for it every single year, when you have guys that are, and especially in a hard-cap league, that are making so much mm-hmm. money and are going to be put directly towards your cap, and Josh has said this before, one of the things that helps prolong a build or prolong a steady team is younger talent on cheap and controllable contracts. True. That's what you get with guys that are drafted in these rounds. Do a lot of them make it? No, because with the NHL, it's set up in a way where guys can, if you're not a top 15 pick, you're either going to play another year or two in juniors or you're going to go to college for X number of years. But the point is, is that you're not going to get that talent into your system on controllable and cheap contracts unless you draft them and then you see what you get from them. That's always been something that, I think the Pens have kind of missed the boat on a little bit. That's why they always had to keep going to the college, hot college free agent and, you know, overage guy route to be able to get talent into their yeah. system in that case. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it so, does. Yeah. But, but for the most part, though, if you don't have that cheap controllable income or cheap controllable assets to be able to maintain a steady team for the longest time, that's where you're kind of screwing yourself a little bit to a degree. So I can, Ooh. that's why I, push back a little bit on the uh, notions that draft picks don't necessarily mean as much as they should. Would you like a, a cool stat? Someone at the Go athletic ahead. and I can't remember who analyzed the 2016 NFL or NHL trade deadline. Every it was a uh, Corey, Corey Promen, right? Uh, yep, it was. So you read this and none of the draft picks ended up in the NHL that were traded. The one that I did read recently was 2018. I think that was it. It was the one that Miller. He, Andre Miller, yeah. yeah, that was the same article. The, the pen pick. Yeah, same one. But, but like that's that the other was nature one. of that. Yeah, it's that was the, it's one. The, those players, so hockey, baseball, especially, they send players. Yeah. NBA is a little more controlled with shorter benches, but during the trade deadline, you get these seven-team trades that send random people to three different teams and stuff. Hockey seems like they're shifting all the time. Baseball is shifting all the time, it feels like. The NFL is very much more buttoned up in terms of that. They don't just move guys. I think the cash consideration is a big thing too in those sports. Mm-hmm. You can genuinely get rid of the Pirates do it all the time. Yeah, we got yep. rid of this guy, and now we're going to open another concession stand. Look at that. We got a washing machine. Fun. Mm-hmm. That's more what I mean. Plus, I will say this too. I think, uh, and I don't know if this. I'm trying to think of the best way to wear this. The talent pool for football in my opinion, is massively deeper due to the monopoly of college football. Whereas baseball's talent pool are nine times out of ten already drafted guys in the minors. 
similar in my opinion to hockey where it's already guys that have come up through a system of sorts. And I don't know, maybe that's convoluted in terms of what we're considering here. But for me with football, having hundreds of universities and colleges and so many guys, it is the smallest margin to make it despite having the largest roster. Those picks need to hit on a much larger scale. Whereas in the NHL, you can go 15 years without hitting on a pick and still win a Stanley cup. Mm. I wouldn't say that unless the Rangers do it this year. <laughs> like, Cause that's, but I mean, the, that's really yeah, so like, Paul, if, if you look 15, at the Rangers you know I mean. top six, they didn't draft any of those fucking guys. The only person they drafted is their fucking goalie and two players on their third line. Yep. And Adam Fox. Like, so like Adam Fox, they traded from Carolina. Oh, thank That's, you. You're right. You're fucking right, Greg. Cause he, w- he wasn't going to sign with Carolina mm-hmm. and whoever was before that. He was, I don't know, San Jose or Anaheim or something. But like, this is, I mean, like NHL, I think too, like, yeah, I think you got to draft them. I would say baseball, you don't have to draft them. You can buy them. Can you, here's my question for hockey. Is there any type of non-draftable way to the NHL? Yeah, absolutely. Is it, is it only foreign? No, Greg. Okay. Okay. No. So, and, and Corey Promen actually just put an article about the guys that are like the, the top college free agents and CHL and European free agents and all that. If so, like, so like, you know how, especially like in, I, we, I think we've talked about this before, how, like, if you're drafted, you have, depending on what country your nationality is or where you play and you have X number of years of rights for them. So like with Canada juniors, it's two years, Europe is three years, college is four years. If Why? you, I don't know. It's, that it's seems a, discriminatory. I think it's, it's be, I think it's also because with juniors in Europe, you're being paid in the NCAA. You're not. Also, so also yeah, in yeah, Europe, yeah. you can start playing at 16 pro. That's well, because they're men at 15. Right. But mm-hmm. that's, but that's also like, that's where like that kind of stuff matters, right? Like you could draft a guy at 18 who still has two years of professional contract left. So like he, that's what, and that's like, okay. So remember when we got Malkin and he just showed up magically, like he wasn't supposed to be here. And like, he just poof appeared in America. Yeah. It's cause he was still had, was under, um, contract with McGee. Uh, I fuck it. Greg say it. Uh, duh, I don't even remember the name of it. Magnita that, Dorsch or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Okay. Magne- Magneta Gorsh. That's it. Um, okay. he was still under contract with them. So uh... when he showed up, like he wasn't supposed to fucking be here. Huh. That's huh. also um Kapril Kaprizov, who's uh <clears throat> Minnesota's big stud. That he, sounds like a fake name. Right. Uh, Kirill, Kirill Kaprizov. It, it's the a killer Caprese yeah. salad, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um yeah. but he when Minnesota drafted him, they knew they weren't getting him for three years because he was under yeah. contract in the KHL. Same thing mm-hmm. would go with like Sweden or whatever. And then yeah. college is basically you can stay for four years and then not have to go to the team that drafted you, which is what Adam Fox and Jimmy Beasy did. Which, okay, you you see yeah. that in sports. I mean, baseball. Yeah. If you get drafted, yeah. you can choose to go back to college, spend your two years. Right. And, and or, like, right. or like with, with, with Canada and the NCAA, what's cool is like if you don't get drafted at your like age 18 or age 19 year, you can still play in juniors. And then you're considered a free agent after that first year because, like, there's definitely times where guys develop and they just they're just missed. And it happens. It's not 
it doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. Or like yeah. NCAA, like if you go to college and like a couple years later and stuff, you start putting up numbers or you get bigger and all of a sudden you're, you're a free agent because you're not tied to anyone. Like you can decide if you want to go pro, then teams can come to you and try to negotiate a deal with you. You're limited to what you can make. It's an entry-level deal. It's only three years, but – at the same time, like there is ways to get to the NHL if you're not drafted and stuff, which you, is still cool. Do you remember yeah. the the Boston goalie Tim Thomas? Yeah, he was a god for two years. Yep, it was the greatest peak in the NHL history. But he spent he played in every fucking league. He was yeah. in juniors. He was in college. He played in Europe, and then somehow through the grace of God, made it to the AHL. No, I'm sorry, the ECHL, then the AHL, then the NHL, and then became Tim Thomas for exactly yeah. two years and then fucking fell off a cliff. But, was it Rask after that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tuka Rask. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they freaking transitioned seamlessly. Right, and then they went from Rask to fucking Linus Olmark and Jeremy Swayman because I fucking hate the Brawlstein. Her name's Linus, you suck. Um, you that was get a out long hockey-talkie. I, I think we should spend Thank the next you. 20 minutes. No, it was good. It was very good. Uh, let's spend the next 20 minutes for the commercial break talking about this pitch clock situation because oh, I could not stand going an hour talking about it in the next segment. I will kill myself if I have to talk about hockey and baseball for more okay. than one hour. Before Josh goes on his, his diatribe about it, let me at least explain the rule. Okay? I have an idea, too. I have stuff I know, to say. I know. I know, but I Josh thoughts, was the one. Greg. Josh was the one that got very heated about it. So let me at least like provide background. So the Cubs suck. This has been a rule that has been tested in the minors for two years now. So I I knew it was coming eventually. So I, I have an idea. So the idea is, during a plate appearance, a pitcher has 15 seconds to throw a pitch from the time that he is on the mound to the time the batter's in the box. The batter has to be in the box by the eight second mark of the pitch clock or else it's considered a strike on the batter. If the pitch is not thrown in that 15 second mark, it's a ball. If a runner is on base, it's a 20 second clock. Same rule apply for the hitter. He has eight seconds and same thing with that. If it runs out, it's a ball. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's the basic Genesis of it. Now I love this rule. I absolutely love this rule. Because on average in the minor leagues, for the time that they have been testing this out, it has cut down a half hour of a game. And it is not cutting down on actual playtime. The entire purpose of this rule was simply for the fact of getting guys to stop dicking around and like taking the bat off and like adjusting their gloves and readjusting it, or pitchers like, you know, getting like getting like the beanbag and like getting like chalk on them or like touching their hat and adjusting their belt and stuff like literally just wasting time instead of actually doing the game. There was a great side-by-side comparison on pitching Ninja, which is a Twitter account that's run. They showed a side-by-side of a guy going through a whole inning and the same guy last year throwing only one pitch in the exact same time frame. Yeah. Oh, a pirate guy just got struck out in, in what? 20, 20 seconds, 20 seconds. Yes. Yeah. That's, Literally, that's all we're asking for. There's nothing about the game that's being like changed or anything like that. It's literally just speed the fucking game up instead of doing all this dicking around stuff that is just wasting time the entire way. So, so all that shit, and the managers it. still have to wear baseball pants. Yep. Because <laughs> they're part of the team, baby. All right, Josh, you go. Good. Um, I do want to pull up the side-by-side because it is damning. Um, yep. While I talk here for a second. So... Where where the controversy or where this all kind of became a problem 
was a spring training game was decided um, by the pitch clock. Yeah. Where it was the bottom of the ninth and, you know, a base is loaded, the whole nine yards, right, full count, and the pitch clock happens, and the batter wasn't ready within the eight seconds, and the game was ended, and the, and the pitcher was awarded a strike because the batter wasn't ready in time. Love it. Are you going to love it in October? Are you yeah. going to love it when it decides a fucking game, let alone maybe a world fucking series? It didn't decide the game. That player not following the rules did. It's <laughs> a great take. <laughs> That's a great and take. Also, everybody has the same rule book, Josh. Everyone has the same handbook. He's not the only. He, you're telling me he's the one guy that we should be like, oh, it's okay, buddy. I no, just, man, I up, just read the rules. I think about what makes baseball great in October, and it is that drama. It's that sitting with every single pitch, knowing that the game could turn, and to have yeah. and and. And this is largely this is a, a tale of woe of a hockey fan more than anything, because hockey has had so many fucking crucial things decided by either a not calling a rule that they invented or b by calling it. Famously, yeah. Brett Hall kicked the puck in against Dominic Hasek in the Dallas Stars won a fucking championship that they probably didn't deserve. Yes, in overtime <laughs> in a fair. game seven, right? And, and I understand that that was like, that's only happened once, but there's also been um, the Penguins in the 2017 Cup run against Nashville. Threw the bottle on the ice. No. They thought that they had, Nashville thought that they were up one nothing in that game, but it got, got called back on an offsides call that now wouldn't have been offsides. Like, I yeah. mean, it's just, there's, there's a thousand of these that have happened in hockey and to see it immediately happen in baseball in like the moment that you dream about as a kid handing out fucking strikes for no effort is not going to fucking work out well. Unless you think the batters can correct. If you think that the batters can get their shit together. Awesome. Oh, I believe they can. Like they have Alonzo. That's Pete Alonso went on Pete Alonso went on like record and said like after his first at bat he hated it but then his second at bat in spring training he had a home run. He just got used to it right away. It's 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 an adjustment period and that's kind of why that they were doing it in the minor leagues to start because guys who are like going up and like are now in the majors yeah. they're used to it. They're they're aware of it and stuff. And again, Josh, I understand like you thought it was like bad optics for it to happen. Terrible. But my point is it, it's spring training. Like they have to get their shit down at some point. Like, it's not like they, if they were doing this role at the very beginning of the regular season and this happened, then I might've had like a problem with it because you yeah. could have like, you didn't test it out. You didn't get guys used to it and stuff. So two things, at least, go ahead. at least it two happened in spring training. Two things. One, if we introduced the Bach this year, Josh, would you be this pissed off? Ooh, I don't really understand the Bach rule entirely. Bach is he's, he's in his motion and then he like, stops his motion to throw to a plate and because he stopped his motion it you go I to feel first. like sometimes to, I see box and I'm like that's a box and then they don't call to, it so like who knows to, to this day if you ask Gil about a box he will give you a dirty look because he got called for them all the time in high school <laughs> oh that's but awesome. my not, my point for that is like that can and has decided games true that is much more uncommon than this situation. But I think our take there would be like, well, that's the dumbest thing ever. And then you get used to it. My other side of it, though, okay. you will not get this is the end 
of opportunities like Cueto. Yes, true. Yeah, that's true. the side of it where I air with Josh, where to me, the playoffs, October, you won't get this moment where you, it's like hitting a, a foul shot to me, Greg, and, and a big moment in the NBA finals. It's just you just doing it with yeah, the pitching. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like, all right, all right, now I throw this pitch. Now it's like, all right, you know, don't have time to even think about it. Do it. I think it benefits some pitchers a lot more than we're predicting. Yeah. Oh, I, I do think we totally do agree. not see another moment like Cueto, except for maybe the flip of it where a pitcher's trying to do so much, he drops the ball, but that's not the crowd impact. That's or the a game. batter, a batter's afraid to get in the box because of the crowd. Yep. That now, do be. we see, here's an, like something. Do we see the chance of a batter doing that strategically so someone can try to steal? Like, there's elements that I'm interested to see because if it's a if I stand out there and and the pitcher's like looking and a guy takes off, yep. and then I step in, like there's ways that I'm curious how it breaks down. But these are such outliers. <laughs> but also, you know, baseball they'll fucking cheat if they can, and that'll be that's true. No, no, that's gonna, absolutely true. The Astros are going to expose that rule in 30 seconds. Like they're going to be the ones, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm personally just excited for the fact that, like, I, I feel like anyone who who did, like, complain or, like, had, like, visceral takes about it, not so much your take, Josh, because I get what you were saying in that case, yeah. but I feel like people who hated it for the sake of hating it are just, like, the the old baseball heads that, like, just like it because of the fact they keep want to keep things traditional, which I know is Deke's favorite phrasing for it because it's tradition with baseball. Why, like, why do the managers have to wear those pants? <laughs> It's it's because they want to be part of the team. That's it's all that matters. They all case. wear hoodies now with those pants, and it looks terrible. Good, dude. Looks I terrible. honestly think I think we would like Clint Hurdle a lot more if we didn't wheel him out every week in a fucking baseball uniform. Uh, Clint Hurdle's not a pirate anymore, buddy. No, yeah. no, that's my point. Though okay. we all hated him. Everyone hated him, and I would yeah. have liked him a lot more if I didn't have to watch him look uncomfortable. Those buttons put in more work than he did. That's true. Um, it's all the. All the bubble gum that maybe he was accidentally swallowing or something. I don't know. Gregory, <clears throat> how confident are you that this rule won't take effect or won't affect a game in October? I'm confident because most of the teams that are going to be in October should be well prepared enough because they had gotten to October in it's the first the place. It's and also. Team. And also, I trust the fact that Theo Epstein did, made a rule that actually would be smart enough for most oh. baseball players to be able to do. Are you Alex Murdoch got charged with murder, just a heads up, guys. What? what? Alex Murdoch, the guy from the Alex Murdoch Netflix show, the governor guy in Georgia okay. that was like super powerful. He killed his his wife and his son. Oh, this is – okay, the, the dude Murdoch that like – the dude that said that like he didn't do it, but claims, he, but changed his like alibi or something like on the stand. Yeah, he looks like, like a serial killer. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh so yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick ball. Greg, I would like Yo. to make a bet with you. Okay. Okay. I'm all for it. Um, I would like to do a bobblehead bet. Are you cool yeah, with that? Good luck getting your fucking bobblehead, Greg or Josh, because he hasn't even picked our bet yet. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. All right. What's the bobblehead bet? My bobblehead bet is that the pitch count rule or clock rather negatively affects a baseball game in the playoffs define negatively so like it, it takes here's the effect thing. where where either a ball or a strike is awarded <laughs> in a playoff game uh damn it that's hard because like i've seen i've been watching spring training and like there's been plenty of times that people have had it happen so far like i just think 
I, I think it can take it. It can take it can make an impact without even being called. So that's an interesting. Oh, true, ad, Derek. You know what I mean? That but I true. think Josh, I think the angle here is: does it get called yes. in a playoff series? That's so I think I like that a lot more. I like that. A I lot think more. It, that's I, fair. I, I think it will get called. Like it's going to get called probably in every game at some point. I'd in imagine. a playoff oh, series. God. He's gonna yeah. come. No, Josh. Wait, wait, he's gonna wait. come back. He's gonna wait, come wait, back wait. with some other type of bet that makes no sense. That no, involves no, no. the pitch. That's just different. Because no, no, Drake no. May is not gonna get around. We should do the Heisman. No, no, Josh. Are you asking that the pitch clock goes into effect like at any point? So like it's a one-one count, and the batter forgets to come into a box, and it's and it's a strike. So it's one-two. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Because every pitch matters in October. That I want. I can't make that bet because I know it's going to happen. Like so I, I know it will. Then, then that's my that's my point. That's where this is going to suck. I don't think it's going to suck because it's here's the thing. Suck. No, it's not because here's the thing. To me, to me, a pitcher and a batter should be able to know by that time at that point to not do it in the crucial moments. Yeah. In the crucial moments, I don't think it'll happen. But yeah. I think it's going to be a common sense Once thing they that took we're going to see. Steroids away, baseball sucked. Yeah, it's it's gonna happen. Like we're gonna average like we're gonna probably average these like two times a game all season, I bet. Two times a fucking game? How dude, it's literally like a few seconds that it happens and then the game continues to go right. on and then that's all. I'm Wait till saying. Josh finds out about the lay of games in football. <laughs> He's gonna blow his shit. Yeah, because they called yeah. those so well in the they get forty playoffs. seconds. Fucking the dolphins yeah. were fucking Dolphins had 70 seconds, some snaps. No, but like, but what I mean is like, I'm, I'm literally watching a random nationals and Yankees game today on spring training and a dude forgot to throw the ball in time. So we got called for a ball. Like this is going to, like, they should be ready by October. So so make the bet to your point, Greg, right now is the time to air it out. And if you made it to October, you shouldn't fall duty to the bet. So, I mean, unless you're contradicting yourself, take the bet. I'm not contradicting myself. I'm saying that it's sure. not going to happen, that it's going to happen with a bases loaded full count to call a game, though. Like a you pitch clock they violation. should be ready by October because they made it to October. They should, be re- they should be ready for a pitch clock violation not to decide a game, though. That's the part that I'm talking about. It's going to works. happen. You are Mel Kiper. It's going to when happen. Mel Kiper said that he will like Bryce Young as the first quarterback if he hits 195 pounds. Like, Okay. <laughs> That's like, okay, Greg, it's go, 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 okay, Greg. That's such an exact way to happen. It is. It's like, that's what you're saying, though. Guys, it's not going to happen because they'll be ready, but it will happen because it just is going to happen. I'm not going to drink this beer, but the beer's just there, so. It's going to empty itself somehow. Literally, yeah. Attaboy, Greg. <laughs> Crush that alcoholic beverage. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, my point zero nine percent alcohol beverage. Greg it was like make I'm gonna look head bet. I'm gonna look it up. How many right. non-alcoholic beers? So the thing was, fun fact on this, Greg, you wouldn't even be able to consume. Your body wouldn't be able to take the carbonation of that many non-alcoholic beers to even get a buzz. Really? Huh? No. God Do bless you just science, get I like guess. super fucked up after forty days. Like the first beer you have, are you just like trashed? You saw him at the beer fest. He was on the floor with a tambourine, wasn't he? No, no that dog. was Jeremiah. Oh, uh-huh. dog. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jeremiah was that was on the <laughs> that was on the floor with a tambourine. That I'm still not sure where the tambourine came from. 
I think it was the the band had just someone randomly playing a tambourine. I guess. Yeah, that's how it happened. <laughs> and you're, I think I'm pretty sure Sue Sue was the one that was playing it first, and then Jeremiah took it. One <laughs> would have to consume forty cans of non-alcoholic beer to consume the amount of alcohol it takes to get drunk. That doesn't seem like enough. Seems I feel like I've I've <laughs> polished off a thirty rack. I don't think that's a thing. This is case well, race, baby. Well, wait a second. Think about it. So, like, I assume most non-alcoholic beers are like 05 percent alcohol. So, like, 0.5 times thirty is fifteen percent. So, so one what, of the beers you think is the best? The point five like a porter. One? Like you love a fifteen percent. <laughs> Double yes, I do. Jameson Barrel Porter. <laughs> you're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. I do. God uh, bless America. He deserved. Yes. Oh, Blood Bomb said, "I love that dude." Speaking about Clint Hurdle, he said he deserved to wear that uniform. <laughs> Let the record show. I'm not saying they didn't earn the stripes. I'm just saying it's a little weird to make somebody's grandpa <laughs> wear the same uniform as Aaron Judge. True. True. Yeah. Now Aaron Judge did deserve the strike. Bro, That's imagine fair. they made Steve Kerr wear his Jordan jersey out there with the. the you know what I mean? Like it's just like. I just don't want to see it. Like, let them wear something different. Would you make them wear a suit and tie in the dugout just out of curiosity? No, no. I, I genuinely, for me, they should be able to wear. It's something on the lines of a of a, a, a Premier League manager. Hoodie Dragon and a Lulu suit. Yeah, hoodie like, and Lulu's. Jorgen Klinsmann to me makes the. No, did I say that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. Jorgen Klopp. Jorgen Klopp, thank oh. you. I don't know what I'm doing today. Clint, I was like, no. Jorgen Klinsmann is a human. Yes. That's a real <laughs> no, I know, person. I know. Klopp, where yes. is the per- here's a pair of slacks and an athletic jacket and a scarf. Maybe a hat. It's a hat day. Yeah. Mm. He is the the perfect outfit. Pep. Pep wears nice stuff. Yep. No, but you don't got to wear a full Good suit. sweater. Yeah, yeah. Pep's a big nice sweater, sweater guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, For me, but- you, like, I don't know. Go ahead, Greg. So what's the tipping point then? Like, are we talking like, like we can get to like Belichick, like wearing a fucking hoodie with that's, that's like cut Baker off or 100%. Or like- Dusty Baker is wearing fucking his stained ass gray sweatpants with a hole in the crotch. Every Dusty like Baker's see- Dusty Baker's the only manager that still wears batting gloves when he manages too. let's not forget that. Would you like to see George Carl's 85 year old ass in an NBA uniform, Greg? Not in particular. No. Okay. So we agree. It's weird. Personally, it's weird, for fine. me, I think hockey coaches should have to wear skates. And they don't ever get to touch the ice. They just walk back and forth on the bench with skates on. Now see, now see, here's the thing. Hockey guy, hockey coaches have to like be dressed up in like suit and tie and yes, stuff like that. So that part I find fascinating. But like if you see it on an NFL coach, all of a sudden it's just like, what the fuck? Also, you know? it's fucking well, to be fair, cold. they're going down a whole sideline. Mm, yeah, you ain't okay. running a whole sideline because yeah, soccer's got a box. Yeah, Hockey's but it's got cold on the ice. They're not on the ice. They're in the box, Josh. Hence the skates being funny. Oh, like the Winter Classic games where like they're like we're wearing like the 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 full like Letterman jacket and like nice pants. I think and stuff. for hockey, one time a game for a minute, the coach can go skate and you get a six man. Ooh, Rod Brindamore hopping over the fucking boards and scoring a goal in the playoffs to lift Carolina in a game seven. Sign I me mean, up. You Sign get once up. a game, once a game for a minute. And the other thing is, if both coaches go out at the same time, they have to fight. Can this ex- <laughs> can this can this extend to executives in any way? Because if that's the case, I would like to throw Mario as no. an opportunity in no. that no. sense. He would Just have to be it. the first player, manager, executive, coach. Oh 
Oh he God. can no. I'm just yeah, trying to imagine coaches, Bruce if both Boudreaux coaches getting go, on the ice right now. Yeah, both oh, coaches go at the same time, they have to fight. He could be the Jackie Moon of the NHL. Nothing wrong with that. Bruce Boudreaux the Jackie Moon of the NHL. No, no, the was. <laughs> no. <laughs> Francona doesn't wear the jersey. He only wears the pants. I guess he has some muscle thing where he can't wear tight clothes. <laughs> huh. a giant dick. Terry uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And we'll be back with the second half of the show with some NFL drafts, some Premier League talk, and a fun game. Whee! What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Vault, the weekly show from Thoughts from the Bench that takes a look back at some of the best and worst sports jerseys of all time. So, I looked up what a Canuck was. Ben, you're going to shit yourself. What a fucking silly country. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes wow. the Crimson Chin. No, no. <laughs> sound like the John Candy in yeah, a fucking snapshot. That's Uncle Buck. <laughs> <laughs> I have an irrational fear of alligators and crocodiles. I hate them. I Wait, saw what? of like okay, this school who looks like they're in High School Musical just came and balled out. So yeah, they're they're not drinking Gatorade or water on the sidelines. They just got bottles of. <laughs> Barbicide, <laughs> and they're just fucking tanking them down, dude. <laughs> like that guy who's gone and said, "Okay, where's the keg at?" You know, yeah. like that type of guy. Yeah. Like that, he's a glue guy. What, he's uh, a glue guy. Uh, okay, he's a glue guy. I want to show off the human goose that is my Glennon. <laughs> oh my god, he is a goose. They're like mom jeans with the elastic on on top. Like, I, I don't... I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> he's a man of the people. He's in with the students at games and sporting events. He's posing with the frat boys. He's getting pumped up, literally Dude, and no, metaphorically I... speaking, for every event. He is Dartman. What? <laughs> that was really funny. Exactly. Football's the, the mitochondria, which is the powerhouse of the cell. JJ Watt, the bring it on apparatus. over, pal. Bring it on over. Golgi apparatus, Golgi bodies, uh, endoplasmic reticulum. I'm just naming off science shit now. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the weekly show. I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. Um, NFL Combine, the Underwear Olympics. Gregory, how how are the Underwear Olympics going? Josh, I got a, I got an early look at the Underwear Olympics today because (laughs) it started around. (laughs) They let you in the back door, you creep. (laughs) Yes, something like that. Uh, started around while I was working and. I got to say I'm thrilled because yet once again, another quote unquote undersized pit defensive lineman blew up the combine and is more than likely going to get drafted pretty high. And I'm thrilled for it because as a season ticket holder, I watched the kid grow up before my eyes and dominate fools at the defensive line. So in fact, Greg never mentioned his name until Kalijah Kansi today on air first. And to me, he didn't name him until about a month and a half ago. So yeah, I told you guys about Garrett crawl years ago. (laughs) Who the fuck is Garrett crawl? (laughs) Although the one that I did see before, uh, before we started, uh, recording, I saw that the guy I met, not Matt, but who did I know you met Frank crumb. 
Frank Crom is my favorite player ever in O-line, NFL history. baby. Next year. Yeah. Next year. He's a thick boy, Greg. These calves, them hind quarters. I How watched him leave the bar. At least four. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's a big boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, I like it. So not not too much to talk about in the Underwear Olympics aside from the 40 today, right, Craig? I mean, you saw the lateral stuff, but did we see the bench for DTs? Not yet. I think they – not yet, no. But did you see the dude from Northwestern ran like 4.58? For a DT? Lo- yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary. <laughs> My favorite Scary. day of the combine is DT sprints because it reminds me how fucked I am in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Isn't it interesting how that – like yeah, it think is about like, somebody. the Dwight Freeney – world right he was kind of the first fast small dt that was like oh yeah that like this is the new and now where we are where they like they weigh a buck 95 and they just fucking come off the line so fast you can't do shit about it yeah i mean aaron donald got quentin nelson drafted in the top five like that that exchange of like we have a fast outside guy, so we emphasize tackles. So let's bring in a fast inside guy. So now we need inside guards. So let's get a faster outside guy, and let's see. It's, blah, just, blah, it's yeah. just a rotating door, yep. dude. It's crazy. Uh, the underwear Olympics blood bomb is the NFL combine. They make their players just wear basically athletic shorts, which are like tight spanks and athletic shirts, and just run circles at the underwear Olympics. Yeah. Which, uh, by the way, fuck Demore Smith for wanting to get rid of it. I love the combine. Screw him. Just saying. yeah, he sucks. Um. Mm-hmm. So I did want to discuss with you guys uh, p- people that are there that we're excited about and people that were not invited. Yeah, I got one. For which one? That weren't invited. Who from Wyoming do you want to talk about? The <laughs> <laughs> Arizona State. Oh, who, he, oh. he transferred last year? Or yeah. Transfer? Yeah, his grad year. I love it. I love it. But this is a guy who, um, Xavier Valaday, who um, was. Is it the corner? No, he's a, he's a running back. I thought um, you said there was a. Oh, who's the corner that transferred from Wyoming Azizi, and went somewhere? Azizi yes, Hearn thank you. Sorry. Gonna be, thank you. Yeah. Um, but uh, X was left off. X was left off, despite the fact that he was like top 10 this year <clears throat> in carries yeah. and yards. He got left out of the combine, Ooh. probably because he's old. I wait how old like is he a grad transfer like 23 24 Greg he might be like 25 26 oh yeah I'm confirming this really quick but uh, a linebacker just ran a 4.39 that's stupid Owen Papori out of Auburn oh we've been I've been seeing him as like third round like mocks and stuff like that well he just shot up now so that's interesting. It's amazing, like just from running a forty, like how much that affects your stock tremendously. Oh, I know, and you'll never run the forty. People are like, he's game fast. Yeah, no, I, but I, I find it, I find it fascinating sometimes how like some guys like don't run the forty at the combine when in actuality, like, I think for some positions like corner, if you're like, if you're projected as like round two, round three, you yeah. need to run the forty. Like you absolutely need to, because you can get your stock can just bump up tremendously. If you're like, if you're a day one guy, like if you were honestly, if you were Stingley or Sauce last year, you wouldn't have had to run the forty. I didn't think you would, because everyone just knew just on tape how good you were. Yeah, you and and if you play faster, a lot of people, excuse me, will sit out of the forty because the forty time being slow doesn't necessarily equate to game speed, but it does for some Mm -hmm. people. So, Greg, he's at least twenty three at this point. 
Okay. So yeah, he might be, he'll probably get like the U, the UDFA route. I'm guessing. So it was valid, right, Josh? Yeah. Running back is undervalued position in today's NFL. Blah, blah, blah. Screw that. Uh, in five seasons of college football, four with Wyoming in the super senior season when Arizona State validated top 5,000 yards from scrimmage and 39 touchdowns. He went to the East Shrine Bowl, made noise with his decisive one-cut style, consistently catching the ball. And uh, he had 3,000-yard wow. seasons. Yeah. I always worry about guys like him in terms of um, the offense running that back. they were running in. Well, no. Running back usage. He um, has miles on him. Yeah, a lot of the guys that have miles on them are going to be in a situation. Now, I will say this for him, Josh. Being drafted later in the draft, more likely a good thing for certain players because you get taken by a team with better situation, possibly. Yeah. Um, but I understand the sets about there. Um, Greg, are there any big names that you were surprised did not get invited? I only have one name. Honestly, no. Um, which, which Wyoming player are you offended by, Greg? <laughs> Eric I'm, I'm, I'm honestly not offended by anyone, honestly, because with the combine, it's kind of like on the one hand, yes, there are definitely guys that I enjoy seeing. But for the most part, I prefer being more excited about guys that I have question marks about trying to prove something. Yeah. And and for the most part, like I, I there's not really anyone that like has stuck out to me as like a snub. And yeah. for the record, I like. Agree. I don't necessarily even abide by the idea that the, that going to the combine or not getting invited is like a bad thing. Because I mean, there's plenty of pro days around the country that guys can be seen I, at. I at think that it's point, a bad so. thing. Really? I, I think yeah. If you don't get invited to the combine, you're not top what thirty at your position. Yeah, but there's still I mean, plenty of. I feel like there's plenty of guys that still get drafted even if they don't go to the combine. Though a hundred percent, but you can't say it's not a knock. It's a it's a snub, sure, but like even if like but if you do everything at your pro day anyway that you're gonna do at the combine, you still have the same opportunities to like wow scouts or even like have your tapes shown to guys that maybe didn't see what the combine. I mean, so it's not the end of the world. Necessarily. That's like saying, yeah, you were homeschooled, but you still have the opportunity to have the best personal skills as a kid that wants elementary school. Just talk to your parents. <laughs> I'm not, Thank God like, I'm just I'm just like going through like all of the. All of the Wyoming guys that are in the NFL all got oh invited. God. So, and in fact, the, I would say the last player, the last player from my my history that didn't get invited to the combine but had a good enough or made the NFL was Sean Price out of USF. Mm. And that was solely because at his pro day he ran a four four as yeah. a, a D tackle. Like it was stupid. I think the only guy that I looked at, <clears throat> and it's not really someone I care about, um, but if I, I looked at the Senior Bowl and the East-West Shrine, and Antonio Maffi out of UCLA, he's a center guard. He killed it at the Shrine Bowl. I was like, oh, cool. Like, I like interior linemen. They're thick boys. Right. He's yes. a really good center. I think he could be a later, but it, nobody, like you said, Greg, is snubbed. I don't think there's yeah. a single player who's like, I deserve to be there. Like, in previous years, there's been a couple guys, so. I mean that that's a, that one's interesting too because I think this is kind of a weak guard class overall. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotten yeah. it in, yeah. Whatever. Um, so let's. Oh, Titus didn't make it either. <laughs> Ping said, "Just talk to your parents." Clip it. Yeah. I mean, that is what Greg basically said. I'm sorry, no. I don't um, need. I, God, 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 help me if I would have like had to be homeschooled or something. I, I don't know how I would have survived in the world in that case. You survived just fine, buddy. Um, both mm. both the, the Wyoming running backs didn't get invited. Titus Swen didn't get invited either. 
I like to learn about new college football players with you, Josh. Titus Swen <laughs> um, was a standout at the Senior Bowl. He had over nice. a, a, uh, he had over a hundred yard game and two touchdowns, I think. So, like, I mean, he he put up numbers at the Senior Bowl. Um, Greg, is Jared Wayne worth fucking damn? Not drafted, no. Uh, I, I mean, I honestly like I watched him at Pitt, obviously, and he was very productive for us, but in terms of like 40 time in terms of like some other stuff, like uh, there's a lot of other receivers that are better than him, but I will say weird receiver class that that's the one that I'm most curious about with this Go on. combine group, just <laughs> Go because on. for the fact, could you tell me like from just like off the top of your head, who the best mm-hmm. receiver in this class is? I would ask you to define best. And that's and I'll go that route. There's many different ways you can quantify it. Like you can look at size, you can look at route running, you can look at speed, you can look at all this stuff. But there's not like the no, receiver this is a class. Shit, wide receiver class. It's it's a weird receiver class, and it, and it's almost like every year there's always teams that need receivers. So yeah. it's kind of like it's struggling to figure out like who's gonna be like the the one that kind of gets like catches people's eye, which is the why I'm most fascinated by that combine day because the forties on those guys are going to be interesting to see. Yeah. So Quentin Johnson's comp is chase Claypool right now where he is massive and fast, but Greg, Steve Smith said it best. You can turn on one clip and say, this is an NFL starter wide receiver one and turn on another clip and say, what the fuck is he doing? And what I mean by that isn't just like bad plays. It's like, he's a big receiver He, he doesn't high point the ball. He catches in his chest, which is weird for that big of a guy. But then you look at his athletic ability and his ability to run, but then you look at other tape, and it looks like he is <laughs> dragging a wagon behind him. Yeah. JSN, I do not like. I'll be fully transparent. I think his best introduction to the world was the Rose Bowl last year. I don't think he was good this past year. Jordan Addison, if he stayed healthy the whole year, would probably be the clear-cut number one. His injury obviously went down a little bit, and you worry about production outside of – I mean, the Kenny Pickett year was stellar and great. He was okay. He was good with Caleb. I think he was really good with him. Um, my guy, I think it's a lot of people's guy right now, Greg, because we don't have enough on him, except that we love him for staying at Boston College, is Zay Flowers. Zay yeah. Flowers, to me, is probably the best route runner, him or Addison, in terms of pure route running ability right now. Flowers stayed at BC despite getting a fuck ton of um, image likeness deals. And yeah. that's cool. You then got Downs out of UNC, who I'm not high on, Greg. I, I I'm turning into more of... Downs was given the ability to play with Drake May than the vice versa. And mm-hmm. I, I, I still stand on it that I like Quinn Ewers more than May right now. But I think that May did a lot for him, and he's in that situation. So all in all, I, I don't think there's a single receiver I would be geeked for the Steelers taking in the first two rounds. Outside of maybe Zay if he falls to them at the second, second round pick. Zay's been getting some love lately to be like a late first round guy, which would be yes. interesting and stuff. He's he's a bit undersized, but I, I he's he's very great route running. I agree. Has some sneaky good speed. I think a underrated receiver in this class, and it's because he was kind of hurt for a good bit of the year, but still has talent. That uh, Keishawn Boutet from um, LSU, the guy that went train on his school's trainer with the <laughs> mm-hmm. coaches. Yeah, yep. You would yeah. like him. Huh? You, they're gonna he's gonna get drafted, bud. Tyreek Hill got drafted. Just you, saying. you love the Georgia tight end too, Greg. Is, Darnell just Washington got convicted of murder. I like Brock Bowers so, more, but he's not till next year. Jay, Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle from Georgia. What I say? Well, tight end. So oh, you were talking sorry. about the giant ass six foot nine tight end who's awesome. Who 
Dre said today is the the Kyle Pitts of this draft, and he corrected it by saying in terms of athletic freak show. Okay, I was like, okay, nice catch, nice there, little nice little caveat, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jalen Carter got uh he got taken in for misdemeanor. He's back at the combine now, Josh. But yeah, that already was, that's tough. Yeah, it was. I mean, yeah. basically, what happened was. The 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 probably truth is that he was racing the teammate that then crashed right. and died. Right. The the opposite end of it was that he was in the situation had bad stories. But right. Agree with you though. Greg would like him. Keyshawn Booty, dude. Keyshawn Booty. He'll get drafted. Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't want to even. That kid is weird. Um. Other names that I do like in here. I'm going down the list of people that were invited. I got Greg. one more that wasn't. Are you ready? Good. This running back hat. We're gonna get through Wyoming's entire roster tonight, right. huh, Josh. No. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, I just want to make all sure. of the Mountain West. That's all. Yeah. Um, played 14 games, had 261 attempts, 1,372 yeah. yards, and 18 tutties. Good player. Good no. player. Jordan Mims from um, Fran, uh, Fresno State. Yeah, Mims. Mims. Yeah, Denzel Mims is the guy that everyone really is talking about. I like the Mims last name. Or not? Is it Denzel Mims? Uh, yeah, Denzel, Jordan Denzel Mims, Mims yeah. is this player. But no, there's, yes, I'm just saying Mims, good last name for football. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Mims name. So the names here, uh, Jalen Hyatt, Tennessee. Another yeah. name at wide receiver that, I mean, I he was. He was a stud. Tremendous. You yeah. can talk about, you know, their quarterback play all you want and go that route. I think he was, he was truly a good wide receiver. He um, also made there, plays when it mattered. Yeah. He held on to the ball. I very much counted. agree. The name that I genuinely believe will. So there's Cedric Tillman, too, who's on Tennessee, but hi, it's the guy. Yeah. Here's the yeah. name, guys. And Greg, you'll probably know this name, Josh. I don't know if you do. Michigan State's Jaden Reed. Yeah. He is, course. I believe, yep. a fifth year senior, senior bowl. Dude is so tiny. He will get drafted in the second or third round primarily for special teams and work his way up the wide receiver rankings on that team. He's probably the best punt kick returner in this entire class. I was trying to remember because I was reading uh, Alex Kizor's uh, practice notes during the uh, during the Senior yeah. Bowl, and they and they just could not stop talking glowingly Gushy. about him. Yep. About even in his his one on one drills were excellent and stuff like that. <clears throat> I he strikes me as a guy that like I could see Bill Bill Belichick drafting in the second round probably just for the sake of his special teams like yeah. usage and all that. So I I would be intrigued to see how he does as well. He. How, how what is his size? Like he's like is he like five five nine, five ten, maybe? Yeah, five 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 nine on his best day, I think. Okay. Uh they that, have him. That's gonna be on, the knock on him. They say he's six foot on Wikipedia. No way he's six foot. Ew. Six foot wait till the, five is what they say here. Wait yeah, till so the measurements. Sidney Crosby's <laughs> six foot two. For sure. Huh. Did not know Baker that. Mayfield he's is not, not five nine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> I don't think there's really any other wide receivers I'm I'm like geeked or in love with. Um, there was one other name. I see Marvin Mims here. I like that call a lot, Josh, to be honest with you. Um, I can't think of who it was. I think that's really all the receivers that I kind of care about right now, except the one guy, the one guy too, also uh, for Penn state who was hurt a lot of the year and is like a sleeper, sleeper, dark horse yeah. guy that like might, that might do something. Parker Washington. Okay. Yeah, like kind of, kind of one of those big body type receivers and stuff yep. that uh, might like sl- good slot guy and all that that might make some headway in the combine and stuff. I saw, him, I, I saw us taking him in one of the mocks. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say though, but like my my point is, is like if he has a good combine, he might be a day two pick or something because like they'll look at because I guess teams will probably look at injury history and try to make that determination yeah. for that, <laughs> but. 
but yeah, I think we can, I think it's kind of fair to say that just this wide receiver class is, it's just not, it's just subpar compared there to some of the previous class. Three to four starters. Yes. Like guys, but, uh, but yeah, but like compared to previous years though, like this is like, it's nowhere close. Now it's weird to say that the wide receiver class is down, but the tight end class is absurdly yeah. Let's deep. go through the, I have the tight end list up. Uh, it I, is we can absurdly do deep. Tight it's ends so right now crazy. and then hit running backs, quarterbacks and be off it. But so tight end list right now. Uh, I mean, Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. People are calling him the tight end in the class. Michael Meyer, I think is the more built mm-hmm. tight end, but Kincaid offers, in my opinion, Greg, it comes down to the, uh, Michael Meyer, the complete tight end, meaning he's yes. there on all four downs. He's blocking all that stuff through Kincaid, who is the athletic. So Michael Meyer might be your George Kittle. Kincaid seems more like your Darren Wallen. Uh, I was so. going to say, if you wanted to go more like the more like a previous draft history yeah, and stuff, or the two Iowa tight ends, TJ Hawkinson and Noah, uh, Noah Font. Font. Yeah, yeah. Kincaid, Kincaid would be the Noah Font and Meyer would be the Hawkinson in that sense. Uh, kind of like let's hope it's not the Noah Font. <laughs> uh, that didn't work out. Luke uh, Musgrave out of Oregon State is set to go in that three four round there, which is great. And then Josh previously mentioned Darnell Washington, who was like six foot nine. Huge. The, the good thing is, if he hurt. fails as a tight end, you just make him fat and he's a tackle. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing about it too is like supposedly he's actually a pretty good. He's a decent blocker, yes, which is ha- something. He's- you're I was six expect- foot nine, and it's at least hard to get around you. Well, here's the thing, too. I expected the way that the way that he was being described to me. I thought he was just like he was just all catch. He was like the Jimmy oh. Graham tight end that he just okay. was like all you. he did was just go out in the slot and try to make play. He didn't even bother trying to trying to do that. Eagle. That's funny. <laughs> uh, so that's the yeah. Is there anyone else in tight end you guys want to talk about? I really don't care too much outside of the top. Man, four, Michael Meyer had nine touchdowns this year and 800 yards. Michael Meyer he's coming going in, to be a franchise tight end. He's a stud. Michael Meyer coming into this year was looked at as a top five overall talent in this class. He had like that's how good forty yards the year before. Only seven. He's Jason, tutties, he's, he's he's Jason Witten. It's not it's not yeah, the sexiest. He's he's a guy though. He's everywhere. That, and that's Six, the problem. Like tight ends are just like holy. Fuck. I don't even. Ooh. I couldn't even tell you like because Travis Kelsey and George Kittle were not like were not first no, round draft third picks. So six, yeah, third and fifth, I think. Yeah, when's the yeah last, so when's, like who's the last tight was Gronk or Aaron no, Hernandez Gronk. the last tight end Kyle taken Pitts. in the first round? Oh god, duh. Other than yeah. Kyle Pitts. Greg, can you, let's think. Let's try and name off the top of our heads before Josh Google's outside Hawkinson, of Kyle Pitts. Hawkinson uh, and Font were both Font, first round. Um, yeah. Uh, mm. Evan Ingram. Yep. Yeah. Tenth. David and Joku. Browns. Yep. Um, Ooh, this is a good one. You're missing. And Joku. Yes. Ingram. Yes. Hmm. Mark. No. Hayden Hurst. Yep. Ah, that's right. The one first rounder. Yep. Uh, because Mark Andrews same year, third round. He was a late. He was late. He was 25. Yeah. Um. I really think that's. There's it, actually, terms of, there's been, 2017 was kind of loaded. Njoku, Ingram, OJ Howard, all uh, three yep. taken oh, in the first round. Yeah, right. Big bust. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah, but tight, that and, and that's the thing too with with tight ends. Like, it's just going to be one of those situations that, like, unless you're a unicorn of an athlete, like Kyle Pitts was, it's. I agree. It's it's if hard you're to just guy. You carry three of them on a fifty-six man, fifty-three man right. roster. Like, right? 
And there's only what? I would say maybe three or four elite tight ends. Are you are you ready for this, Derek? Eric Ebron was a first round draft pick. Yes, he was. Oh yeah, Lions. Detroit Lions. Forgot about that. <laughs> <Fucking> sucked. <laughs> uh let's <laughs> he did. Let's get through quarterbacks we're excited about to watch at the combine. Uh okay. let's start with Bryce Young. I think his height's not gonna be a massive issue. His size is is what Mel Kuyper keeps saying. Supposedly I stand- he will not be throwing, so there's that. Right now, I will say it. Let it know on March 2nd, Bryce Young will be the first pick in the draft. What? Bryce Young will be the first pick in the draft. All right, bobblehead bet. Who do you think? Ooh. Anybody. But the fucking Bears have the first pick. Right. He's saying that they're either going to trade the pick or... Or he thinks that like, or right. he thinks they'll trade Justin Fields. One bobblehead bet. Bobble I'll do a bobblehead bet. bet there, and I'll do a bobblehead that the first pick is a quarterback, Josh. Since you think the Bears stay, I'll do two separate bobblehead bets with you. Ooh. Okay. So here's what I'm here's what I'm willing to bet. Oh, you're pulling a fucking Greg. <laughs> no, let's upgrade the bobblehead. Okay. That's what I'm trying to do. But what if it's what if it's a quarter? What if it's Will? You know what I mean? Okay. Whatever. If it, I, I'm saying quarterback's not taken first. Overall, I'm saying quarterback is oh, the okay. first overall. So, so that's okay. the bobblehead bet. Well, so it's no, just let's, quarterback then. It's not no, Bryce let's Young. Make it, like. Let's make it a big bobble. Like either two bobbleheads or like a mega Funko or like that. So that either cool thing we, I sent it's, you. It's either we each send or each send each other a bobblehead. If it is a quarterback, but it's Will Levis. If it's a quarterback and Bryce Young, I get a big bobblehead. If it's not a quarterback, you get a big bobblehead. Okay. So Bryce Young. Not being taken first, we can we can clean this up afterwards. But if like, it's here's what it is: if Bryce Young goes first, okay, I get a big bobblehead. If no quarterback goes first, you get a big bobblehead. Okay, if a quarterback goes first, that's not Bryce Young. We send each other bobbleheads. We send each other bobbleheads. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I, I don't think they're, I, I don't think the Bears take a quarterback. I absolutely agree with you. So why? Okay. Anyway, he's giving the There's notion a that zero percent chance that the Bears finish the draft having taken the number one overall pick. Oh, there is a zero percent chance that happens. That's the what Colts, you're saying. The Texans, the Seahawks. You think the someone's going Raiders? Out. Okay. All right. Right. Okay. There is a. There's a. So what I'm saying to you, Josh, is at the very least, I am getting a bobblehead. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. Move right, on. Cool. Yeah. Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> Uh, quarterbacks, I'm excited to see at the combine. So Bryce Young with his small frame, Will Levis in his arm. Next, uh, Stroud, I think is kind of like the full prospect of it, I guess. So that's fine. But I'm excited to see Anthony Richardson at least show off his athleticism, and then have scouts drool over it, and then realize that he is not ready, and then get like all that overhyped crap and all that. I'm excited. I'm excited for simply for the fact that Anthony Richardson is going to get a lot of love because he will probably do every athletic trait well. Yeah, so after week one of college football, Anthony Richardson was the number one pick. After week two of college football, Anthony Richardson was lucky to be drafted in the third round. I (laughs) – the tape on this guy – so, Greg, I previously said something – um where I stood by the Seattle Seahawks not selecting a quarterback because when you surpass your win total by four games and you make the Mm -hmm. playoffs, you need to add, not subtract. Right. 
if they move back, let's say they move back to the Panthers pick at nine. So Seattle moves from five to nine. Yeah. Panthers move up to five, get their quarterback. So we're looking at Bryce Young at one. We're looking at, you know, Will Levis for, at four for the Panthers. We're looking at CJ Stroud at seven for the Raiders. Nine is Anthony Richards' landing spot because Seattle will absolutely take the quarterback of the future and Anthony Richardson and let him sit behind Geno Smith, who needs Anthony Richardson needs a mentor. Seattle will not take a quarterback at five. If they trade back and Richardson is there, which is a big if after this weekend, Seattle should and will take Anthony Richardson, who is instantly a top five rushing quarterback in the NFL. I'm thrown off for a second because you actually didn't even say the Colts. You don't think the Colts are going to take QB? I don't know. I think the Colts <laughs> might do it. They might trade up to one and take Bryce. That's what this mock okay. that I have on CBS Sports Up says. That so they'll trade up. Yeah, the, the the large thesis here, I apologize, Greg. I don't think any of those teams are built to take Richardson right now. The Raiders, the Panthers, the Colts, and the Texans, none of them have a quarterback in place that I would feel comfortable Richardson learning from. Yep. Panthers, if they re-sign Darnold, maybe. Which I Colts. believe they've already talked about. Or like yes. I've also heard – I've read stuff that the Panthers apparently are like talking to the Packers about Rodgers too. So like that's even like up in the air yeah. at that point. So we'll I mean see. you're looking at Carr to sign somewhere. You're looking at Rodgers somewhere. You're, there's a lot of moving parts. For right. me, I don't think any team has the luxury of taking Richardson and force – I mean – and this is going to be an unfair comp, Greg, but it feels like <clears> – <throat> it feels like Deshaun Kaiser. And hear me out. Richardson's a much better athlete, much better quarterback. Deshaun Kaiser showed flashes of brilliance, came out a year too early, and was taken by the Browns and forced to start and turn to shit. Yep. If Anthony Richardson is forced to start next year, which he would at the Texans, which he would at the Colts, which yeah. he would at the Panthers, which he would at the Raiders over Jared Stidham right now, I yep. think it's a bust pick. Mm-hmm. So you, this is essentially the Patrick Mahomes situation that is needed in this case. Now, granted, yes. Mahomes was a lot better coming out of college uh, than Richardson 100%. is right now. Very much so. That is a clear case in that sense. But, but Anthony Richards is so explosive, God. He's so much fun to he, watch. He is. Josh, he has very, he has tantalizing is probably a word they'll <laughs> That's use a lot. A great tant- word. Yes, yes, tantalizing athletic traits that are going to wow everyone that sees him. But if you have him start his rookie year at all, it is going to blow up in your face. And actually, I would not be opposed at all if it's a situation that is also like Jordan Love, where he doesn't uh, just sit for a term. year. He hasn't just sit for a year. He sits for maybe Can like I two or three. If you tell you why I don't like that. Why? I don't believe there's a team in the first round who has a starter they're proud of who would take Anthony Richardson. Interesting. I mean, we can we can go through. God, we that can go game through the draft. Utah was so fucking good. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I watched that whole game. I just remember being like, "You're good." I don't know who this Florida quarterback is, but he's fucking balling. So Chicago, not taking him. Yeah. No. Houston, not taking him. Arizona, not taking him. Colts, no. no. Seattle, no. Detroit at six. You know, love they, that. They're, not, they're not. But oh, but I love that. But they also have the pick at 18 that they could trade up in that case yeah. too, and maybe do that if they wanted. But they're Vegas. not they're not wasting this, they're not wasting the six on there. 
Do you know who's the true dark horse to start him in year one? Atlanta. The Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. They just cut Mariota, yep. which it made sense. It was logical. He did yep. well. They're ready to move on. Ritter's there, though. We'll see what happens. Carolina, they shouldn't, but they could. Philly, they're not taking them. Tennessee. This city would burn it's down if Hendon Hooker is not a Tennessee Titan by the end of the draft. <laughs> oh, that'd be incredible. Can you imagine? I, I would not even. The best argument I heard at work was one, his name's Andrew. He's a, he's a good old boy from here. And then Sam, who's on my social team. Sam's from Georgia. He's a Georgia fan. Go dogs. Okay. Andrew, Tennessee fan. Andrew was ripping on Stetson Bennett's age. Sam said he's the same age as Hendon Hooker. And Andrew's <laughs> response was Hendon's one month younger. <laughs> I mean, I he's it. trying to make he's trying yeah, to make a literal it. point, so I'm cool with it. I like uh, it. <laughs> do you know what other team? So let's just for the sake of it. Houston for Cleveland, they're not doing it. Jets, I think they get a big name. New England. I think I think no, I, I think Bill's gonna ride with Mac until I like, do too. the train falls off. Yeah. Green Bay, no. Washington. If he falls to the commander, that'd be him. something. That'd be something, actually. Which he by would the have way, weapons that make him look better, maybe, than he is. And we could all agree that Sam Howe's a fraud. So actually, you know what's you know what's scary? When I was as watching as as the combine. No, go ahead. <laughs> When I was watching the combine, they had Ron Rivera in the booth while they were like doing defensive tackle training. And Ron Rivera said that they had a second round grade on Sam Howell in their draft and that they addressed their needs with their first four picks, saw him in the fifth round and got excited. To I think a him. lot of people had a high grade on. I, 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 I genuinely believe Sam Howell had a high grade on a lot of boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we spent a lot of time talking on that, let's. Where's really Hendon with- Hooker go? So Hendon he Hooker might. for me is a third, second to third round. Dre said he sneaks into the last pick of the first. I said, Dre, you're an idiot. No, breathing no. Oxygen. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, is he, he just – good. Well, is he Has he even recovered from his ACL surgery yet? Like, um, yeah, like he's still going to be He injured, wouldn't be ready so like, by the season. So Hendon Hooker is going to be a really nice backup for a team that's really good. I feel like he'd be more day three guy, honestly. Man. We're talking about I mean, a four-year starter. Mm-hmm. Man, not maybe. Ooh. Yeah, four year. You are talking a four year starter. Ooh, okay. Deke. Does Hendon Hooker fit the Bill Parcells model for quarterbacks? Yeah. Does he? Oh, four year starter, okay. old as fuck. Mm-hmm. Big boy. College, college <laughs> degree. The ratio is like. He has thrown for over a thousand yards in all four years he started. The last two years, he was over two thousand. He almost touched 3,000 yards last year. He surpassed 3,000 yards this year. Through for 31 tutties in 2021 and 27 last year. Can I uh and only two picks last year? I'm gonna re- I'm gonna blind read you a resume, Josh. Okay. And you tell me if you would rather have this guy the last two years of football or Love it. Hendon Hooker. Love it. Okay. So I'm going against Hendon <laughs> Hooker. Got it. Yes. Okay, go. And before before you do that, real quick. These are the actual like rules for Bill Parcell quarterbacks, okay? Please. You have to you have to be a three year starter. Okay. Be a senior in college. Okay. Graduate from college. Okay. Start thirty games. Hendon checks yep. all those. Yep. Win twenty three. Win twenty three games. Yep. I don't know if he won twenty three, but okay. Post I think a, they did. Post a two to one touchdown to interception ratio. <laughs> well past that. 
and complete at least 60% passes thrown. Yeah. Yep. Okay, good. In fact, he so has never Bill- been below 60 in his starting career. So he's a Bill Parcells quarterback. Though. Okay, great. So, What's the blind one? This is a... Uh, I'm going to pull... Actually, I'm going to give you two. Okay. Because these are both combine quarterbacks. Okay? Currently or... Currently. They okay, are great. in this draft class. Great. Lay it on me. 2021. This is QB1. 2021. Completions, 185. Attempts, 287. Completion percentage, 64 and a half. Yards, 2,862. <sighs> <laughs> Touchdown interception twenty nine to seven. QB rating one hundred seventy six point seven. Twenty twenty two for QB one. That's pretty fucking good. Okay, great. Okay, three ten completions on four fifty four attempts. Completion percentage sixty eight point three yards four thousand one hundred twenty seven. That's Touchdown to interception twenty seven to seven. That's in Bennett. That's in Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> the first year I was like that was pretty good. Then the second year I was like oh it's fucking that's in Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> Stats for another quarterback in this class. Okay. <clears throat> 2021 for QB2. Yeah. Attempts 227, completions 145. Completion percentage 63.9 yards, 2048. Touchdown interception 16 to 6. 2022. Attempts 419, completion 267 for a 63.7 completion percentage. Yards 3698, touchdown to interception 32 to eight with a rating of 159.2 would you rather have hendon hooker or qb2 wow who's qb2 max duggan oh, <laughs> you know what the 16 touchdown thing in you got me in the first year should, should have been the throwaway damn you got me it's you tough. got me because i also enjoy hendon hooker josh Cause it, I, and you know what I'm and this doesn't help because of the Stetson Bennett argument, but like SEC, it's top right, dude. This that makes Stetson Bennett look so good. It makes yeah. Stetson Bennett look so fucking nasty when you. And I guess the difference is right, like you know Stetson Bennett's throwing to like legitimate future NFL George starting Pickens, receivers yeah. versus. Yeah. I was gonna say the, the defense is. Well, the I was also gonna right. say. Last year, I don't think uh, was Georgia's receiver group like even like that highly regarded like this past year. Like I know the They're tight ends, young. Are, the, the tight ends are extraordinary. <clears throat> but like the but like the receivers, I didn't even like I didn't think that any no. anyone like Georgia anyone, was hurt like, all year. Okay. Um, I say we get to a game because we are already at seven forty okay. my time, eight forty your time, six forty your time. God bless time zones. God bless it. Mm-hmm. Does and that make us bilingual game. or something? Trilingual. Thank you. Yeah. Ah. I actually have the Pens game on in front of me. They're up 3-2, so that's nice, too. Could you focus on the show for one episode in six years? I'm trying. something on the TV. What? I'm watching our show to to read comments. I can multitask. Thank you Hello, Tyler Wallenberg. All right. Um, Three, two, one, and they're off. March Madness trivia is slow. Uh, Non-craft beer, beer drafts. Kind of seems to. Oh, March Madness trivia is just charging ahead. Shout out, Blood Oh my Pokemon, God. Pokemon, though, coming out of nowhere. I'm going to the bathroom to figure it out. Wow. Worthless no way. Pokemon. Wow. In the Steelers' colors of all. Damn. Son of a bitch. That's fun. I like that one. Second was Guess That Logo. Kind of bummed because Guess That Logo was all NHL themed. So. Ah. Uh. <laughs> 
would have been good. That would have been, been good. Okay. Did you have all? Did you have all throwback logos and stuff, or were they like actually like newer ones? Um, they were all current NHL teams. That's what I'll, I'll just say. That fair. Yeah, I like it. Okay, let me see who goes first here. <laughs> um, that was fun. That was good. that was a good race. Worthless Pokemon came out of freaking nowhere. Okay, and they're off. Man, I'm killing it. Oh, actually, we all kind of have a horse in this race right now. Greg, you're kind of killing it in these bit colors up here, man. I'm loving that for you. I got, I got the spirit. You got the spirit. Oh, I crushed it coming out of the bottom, out of nowhere. Let's see who finishes I never said second. I What do we get? Greg finishes second. Derek is third. Okay. Nice. What are we so, doing? Uh, we're doing worthless Pokemon. Oh. Yes. <laughs> so this is original 150. Yes. One. Original 150. Yes. Okay. Um, I would also like now we can we can take this or not. Um I don't think you can pick a first first evolution. Oh I so if it's a if it's a one evolution, right, like a, a Tauros, fine. But if it's you can't like you picking Weedle, like I'm gonna punch you in the nuts. Like if you're picking uh, uh, Caterpie, I'm gonna punch you in the nuts. No, okay. First one thing, stop naming Pokemon. Okay. So, yeah. Because we clearly haven't decided the rules of this yet. Sorry. Josh literally named 153 of the Pokemon that are in the 151. Yeah. Or more to see as the song. For goes. me that takes away about four or five key ones that are only two gener like two evolution forms. Yeah. Oh, the two evolution. Okay, let's say first evolution of three. I'm okay with that. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. So okay. if it's a three evolution, you can't select the first. I believe that's low-hanging fruit. I'm with you, Josh. It's yes. very early. Yes. But two evolution ones, there's a lot. True. There's one in particular who should be one one. It yeah, is the one. Okay. Yeah, the right, one, right, one right, right. That, yes. I'm first. I'm first. I was waiting, Greg. Oh, magic. Those yeah, I know, right? Uh, I was waiting for you to say that name in your cadence of rambling there. <laughs> I was like, please don't. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm one, Greg's two, you're three. Do we want to do go back to the top or do we want to do snake? Let's do snake for this one because we're sure. back to top. Let's just alternate weeks with that thing. Love that. Is that okay? Sure. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, sure. I okay. like the other one, but I, I also like Snake. I didn't really feel some type of way about either one. I think yeah. it's just a nice switch up. Okay. Um, one, one, and uh, I'm currently, and, and this is the first time I'm announcing this publicly, I am going to play through all the Pokemon games in order. You need a fucking job, man. <laughs> <laughs> Way too much time on your hands. Jesus Christ, Way too Greg. much time on your hands. We're 30 years old, Josh. <laughs> I'm 30. I'm going to be 33 yeah. in like two months. <laughs> Aw. You're wearing suits and chains to review pizza. You're <laughs> <laughs> like black hair and all that. There, there's such a thing as never growing up, and Josh is like prime example of it. Oh, and I Pokemon love it. Pokemon packs, like I'm fucking getting excited. Remember Anastasia when he used to say Greg's pulled... gonna live in my basement? It's gonna be Josh now. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, God love her. The she's not gonna leave though, me, so it'll be both of us. You know, Ping, that's fine. Yeah, her okay. and I can hang out. Ping did love your card opening, by the way. I he texted me or in the yeah. in the chat. Yeah, he yeah, 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 yeah. True, true. 
Um, okay. So, um, I just literally, no joke, spent about two days grinding out with this homie, but now he has evolved. So give me Magikarp 1-1. One, one. Yeah, yeah, that was the big one where we're talking about the generation yeah. of guys. It, yeah. it just has to happen. He's, he's terrible. But he does learn tackle at one point. Did, I don't he? know if you know this. What? At 15, no he way. Learns, hang on. At 15, uh, he learns tackle, but his attack... Is only like, three. So okay, literally, I was say four. <laughs> like you blow, like even if you go back, okay, and like you you backtrack and you find like a level <clears throat> five Pokemon, okay, yeah. and you're attacking it, right? You burn out of tackles before. You yes. A level five. Okay. Pokemon. Yeah. Wait a second. Well, I mean, here's the other thing too. Like, I, I think we all kind of did the trick where, like, we would get Magikarp out front, yeah. and then like immediately take him back to get the experience. Share. Yeah, yeah, or like do all that. So, but I'm blown away by the fact that he knew anything other than Splash. Yeah, that 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 so threw I, me off. I caught a level like 40 Magikarp at the end of the game that knew tackle. I didn't know it learned it. It I learned you had it to at catch 15. one. Yeah. I thought you had to catch one that had it. No, it learns it at 15. All right. Uh, is Greg two? Or Greg's up. And all right. Uh, okay. Sorry. Uh, so this next Don't one for sorry. me, for I me, this you. next, this next one is also kind of easy because it was in the early episodes of Pokemon. So it's got to be, and you're taking out the first evolution. So I do the second evolution. Give me Metapod. Yeah. Mm, I was really geeked to get my two in the back to back here. Wild Metapod sucks. I love the I, I love in that one of the early episodes too where it's like Ash versus Samurai and both their metapods are fighting each other yeah. and they're just doing harden together at the same yeah. time. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Good call, Greg. Derek, I you got two. I will add this. Okay. I don't believe that's the correct one of the two. <laughs> because I would much rather have Butterfree than Beedrill. So give me Kakuna. Yeah. Okay. I, I personally believe I think Kakuna is the clear two, and I was geeked to try to get both of them. Greg, is there a reason you picked a Metapod over Kakuna, or just because to me Metapod's cool because Ash had him. Kakuna's just there. No, no, Metapod's <laughs> cool, and yes, I would much rather have Butterfree. But when I think of like in my head, when I'm thinking of worthless Pokemon, it's between one of those two. So for and me, one of them gives you a sick Pokemon, and the other one's a B. Yeah, and it evolves from not party hat. Word. But that's not. But that's not like the tiebreaker here. It's literally just which one is worthless, and that's the first one that came to my mind because I wanted Metapod. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Yeah, you would like the one that does Harden. Uh, James Harden. Yeah. What up, Ty? He just took a, fucking the Sixers took a glancing blow there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ben Simmons sucks part. ass. So Fuck you, Ben Simmons. <laughs> um, all right, I'm up for my second. Yeah, I was uh, for a half second there when Greg was talking. I was like, if I get Metapod and Kakuna, that'd be crazy. That would be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, give me Ratatata. Yeah. Mm, okay. For me, he's one of the early ones that, like, you need and you have. He is an H an HMTM slave. He gets cut and flash and and dig and like he is 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 useful in that situation. But as a raw Pokemon, that mouse is absolutely worthless. But it is one of the most fun games on Pokemon Stadium. Is Rattata Run? 
Hundred percent, hundred percent. So is <laughs> so is the Harden game with Kakuna and Metapod. The hard. I, that's here's how I'll point. word it, Greg. I was pissed. I would restart the game if I wasn't Metapod. That's how much Same. better Metapod is than Kakuna for me. Personally. I felt like the the point broke the yeah. rocks better. I don't. Know. Yeah, Kakuna's just circle <laughs> and just bat. <laughs> the Metapod was like breaking rocks, man. <laughs> what an irrational thought. <laughs> what a wild concept. Yeah, it's a great game. All right, Greg, you're up. All right. Um, so I, I want to make sure this one counts or not because technically he we does have, have a such a clear path rule. to what counts and what doesn't. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. But here's the thing. no, no, no. Here, let me explain. Let me explain. You said it's not beginner evolutions. He doesn't have his third evolution until another region. This is oh, that's fine. One fifty. You're fine. 151. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, give me Zubat. That's a great pull. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Greg, that's a great pick. Yeah, Crobat yeah. is I, not in the 151. Okay, and I Crobat love, sucks I, too. So what's it? <laughs> and and can we just and can we all agree too that Supersonic is just like dumb? Is pretty useless. It, it's, it's useless like, unless it's used on you. Um, <laughs> like that's fair. oh look out! Here's Trainer Joey. Oh my my Pokemon isn't he's not confused anymore. And then I'm in a gym, and my fucking Bulbasaur can't even speak English to me. He's like, but <laughs> <laughs> can't speak English. <laughs> Why is Bulbasaur speaking English to begin with? Bulbasaur saying Bulbasaur is speaking English. We oh, can all okay. agree on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um I'm going I'm jumping right to the final evolutions. Okay. Yeah. I'm ne- interested in what the finals we accept are. Nido Queen is fucking worthless. Ooh, Nido King is barely functional. Nido Queen is worthless. I don't know, man. Because like, depending on how you train them, like they they can know they know ground and rock attacks. They know some punches like ice or fire. Greg, has a Nido Queen th- ever been in your top six? Not that I recall. Maybe Stadium <laughs> at one point, but done. No. <laughs> We're no. done here. Uh, we have a comment. Okay. It says, hi, I picked Jinx because of blackface. Shout out Anastasia Lance. <laughs> Jinx knew ice attacks, so I mean, that was kind of... Greg, stop you- defending people that wear blackface, please, on the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I personally think Nido Queen is a terrific pick. I think Nido Queen is... Nido King, in my opinion, is kind of worthless, too. He's not on my board because... he. The poison aspect always right. does well for me, right. but Needle Queen, I never, I don't think I ever got a Needle Queen. Mm-mm. Okay, next up, Persian. Anybody that takes the time to evolve uh, in a Meowth yeah. is an idiot. Facts. <laughs> so if you have a Persian, like, I don't know where, how'd you get there? What, yep. what, who hurt you that you <laughs> evolved a Meowth into a Persian? Fuck That's Persian. Greg, you're up. Uh, Any normal type is just like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I'm kind of bummed because I actually wanted to take. I was gonna take Meowth, but now I'm kind of like, eh. You already took Persian, so that's kind of like, I don't really know if I want to do that now. So I'm gonna go a different route. Uh, I've never used one in in like an attack mode or anything like that. So give me Chansey. Yes. Really? Yes. Chansey. Oh wow. I, I like. Don't get me wrong, like like as in terms of uh, like someone who's like you know in the the Pokemon Center and stuff like and is nursing Pokemon back to health. Cool. That's my like, argument. That's my but, argument. 
but no, it, like genuinely. in terms of battle, no, I get it. But like in terms of battle, yeah, I don't see like the word battle it, like, in this draft, Greg. We didn't clarify show versus. I see worthless Pokemon. Anything. Yeah, I mean, Chansey's literally bringing Pokemon back to life. Greg, do you hate doctors and nurses? Also, Chansey. No, my mom's a nurse. <laughs> so you also, hate your mom? Hey, Chansey's a holographic card. The one you pulled, yeah, that's true. It was. Chansey's holographic. Huh. Persian's not holographic. Nido Queen isn't. Nido King is. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Um, I don't know, Greg. I'm kind of swaying on you. I, I, to me, if we're going anything in the video game, Chansey to me was like an elite, evasive, I have to get it Pokemon. Like I felt like. You had to go to you had to go to uh what was the zoo area called? Safari. Yeah. yeah. Safari zone? Yeah. To get I had to go to Safari zone. I felt like it was hard to get. So that's why I liked it. In terms of actual battle usage, Greg, I agree with you. Like egg toss just doesn't do it for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she goes. Didn't get the job done. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I mean, if now if it was egg bomb, if it was egg bomb, maybe. But not egg toss. No. Also, shout out to Atlanta because I think Teddy Perkins proves that Atlanta is in the Pokemon world because that ostrich egg is a chancy egg. Yeah. <laughs> shout sure. out Teddy Perkins. Um, all right, I'm up for two, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. I'm going to go with Pharaoh. Ooh. The, hear me out. The realm of birds in this first generation, kind of cool. Sparrow and Pharaoh suck ass. Pharaoh is terrible. I, well, yeah, I, all they are just, they're basically just jerks. We think yes. about it. Yeah. The first episode, Pikachu, I hate Pharaoh. I think Pharaoh is the, the, the Pokemon on the list that I've used the least. I need that clip, Greg. They're just basically jerks if you think about it. They are. <laughs> the if you yeah. think about it part was nice, Greg. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Pharaoh, absolutely. Next. Okay. I'm stuck between two. I think you guys are going to get it because you're both doing really, really well this time. <laughs> this time? Jeez. You okay. normally don't draft this well. One yeah. of us is actually playing Pokemon Blue. The other two aren't. I'm just leading that out there. Yeah, we have jobs. <laughs> um, give me Shelter. Yes. Yeah, mm, yeah Cloyster okay. would have also counted here either way. I love no, dude. Cloyster's got Cloyster ice. on the bike episode oh. when she grabbed Charmander's little backwards dick and just went meh. That was sick. <laughs> yeah, Cloyster's His got tail, a war beam, man. Like that, like that thing, like could do some damage if you weren't careful. Yeah, Cloyster had ice, which was massive in this generation. Mm-hmm. True, 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 true. Which then would become its own thing, which was bizarre but yeah anyway. but that yeah you can see a lot of these pokemon had like oh wow he can do that one thing and then like we right. should probably make that a fucking thing right i remember i used to think that like cloister and ghastly were kind of like were maybe like somewhat close in evolution because i would oh. think like if cloister opened up like it would that it would be ghastly. True. weird thing i don't hate that never, greg never proven right though so okay greg all right you're up i feel good this one pains me because I do think he's a cool design, but honestly, he is kind of useless. Farfetched. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are what I, I was between. I, I love Farfetched. He carries around a leak, Josh. He hit you with a vegetable. <laughs> he's useless. I'm sorry. He's cool, but he's useless. What's his what name name something he's good at, Josh? I I've carried a farfetch in my top six. 
What did 100%. they do? You also carried Wyoming's media mentions the past three <laughs> years on this show. I don't really. That's not much of what's a What's the claim there? Farfetch is the Wyoming of Pokemon. Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it seems cool in theory, it's but once you get it, you're like. Listen, he, he talks a big game. He speaks softly and carries a big stick. You know, oh, that's man. literally yeah. far-fetched. The tales of him being good is far-fetched. That's the way his name came about. Mm. I love that Pokemon. Well, that's not true. That's a far-fetched tale. Also, that's a great episode when he, like, is stealing all the shit. When he's just like, bah! Yeah. Yeah. He's stealing all the Pokemon with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. Okay. Wow incredible i haven't seen one yet that i've been upset with other than i think not upset chancy's the only one where i'm like ah, i kind of like chancy everyone else makes sense I'm on just, this list just for the I'm record brutalized by the farfetch call um okay um parasect what are we doing damn it yeah i have that I have <laughs> yeah. That. That was, yeah so for me the reason i didn't take parasect full transparency is because again i was a sucker for poison yeah Maybe i'm a terrible stated person that yeah yeah um, That's a good pick, though. Man, okay, and then um, there's I have so many I could go forever. <laughs> um, Tangela, <laughs> what the fuck is yeah. going on here? Tangela, it's, it's mostly it's poison. Yeah, pretty much it's worthless. So. It's fucking worthless. Is that Ty, child so underneath ultimate, there? Oh, true. What is that thing? What Chancy was an uh, ultimate XP farm, so just experience points. That's a fair point, paying in the yep, game. Yep, yep. <clears throat> what up, up, NBA rigged? What up? What up? What up? I apologize for belated. Wonderful stream. How you three and five down? We're good, buddy. Uh, Blood Bomb NBA rig once again together. That's our two favorite little viewers there. Anastasia, what are you crying about? What's the what's the one that you didn't like? I hope it was me telling you that Wyoming is the far fetched of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> all right, uh, that closes out mine. Tangelo is my last pick. Greg, I have a couple, Greg. So I'm very curious. Yeah, I, I have I have some thoughts in my some thoughts about this one, but were you gonna say you, in my head? Yeah, I got thoughts I in my second. head. I got thoughts in my head. Um, this one's honest. This one might be a little controversial. He's more so just kind of a pest than anything. Give me mm. Mankey. Ooh. Strong disagree because of the TV show, though. If it was, if it was, the, I love primate. Love primate. That's the other thing. But I will Mankey, suck it up to get eh. a primate. I will suck it up, but I don't. But, but, I don't hate you. Yeah, Mankey's just kind of Mankey's just kind of a pest. Like the only thing that he did, he stole Ash's hat. You know, that's it. Like I, oh, I, I, I get it. And and there's a couple other options I was thinking primate's of too. But so like, sick though. But yeah, primate is a badass. Like Mankey, no, no, doesn't do anything well, for me. Ash has a primate, not a Mankey. No, I know. Well, he, like he, the Mankey, yeah, the Mankey, the Mankey stole his hat. And then no, fought the primate steals the hat. Mankey steals the hat. He fights it with Charmander. It evolves. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I yeah. promise you, it was a Mankey when it took the hat. You're fine. I know. And, and, right? And, yeah, primate and primate is a badass. Like I'm not arguing that. It's just Mankey in general. Like it, it barely knows any like fighting techniques or anything like that. So like, there's just I, I I'm not crazy about it. Uh, I. Th- Thing. That's second generation up. NBA rig happening. We're yeah, only doing first say, generation. Happening was a. Uh, oh, it was generation four, Josh. Oh well, yeah, shit, way later. Sorry, I just googled it. I had no idea when happening. <clears throat> I think you're thinking of Chancy, or not Chancy. Who was the the egg 
Tokopi. Tokopi is second generation. She's not first. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, okay, I'm up for my last one here. I don't want to break it. Give me... There's like some that are kind of cool that I hate. <laughs> if you put Dragonite yeah. on this list, I'm coming through the fucking computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't. It's a first on a three. Dragonite? It- Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, Dragonite's sick. What do you okay, think? Right, the only dragon cool. type. Dratini's the first one. Dratini, yeah. you. Give me, give me Pinsir. Ooh. Mm. Looks cool. Yeah. Artwork's cool. Just a bug. <laughs> just a <laughs> terrifying bug. Terrifying same as, same bug thing as Caterpie. Just literally, literally a parallel. Yeah. Uh, is there a Pokemon episode or Switch game stage that you three's favorite to play or watch? The best Pokemon episode ever is the Rapidash race. Oh, I think Ooh. the best. I think the best Pokemon episode ever is when they save Charmander. Yeah. And he's it's like I, raining, and I don't worried. like to watch animal abuse. Yeah, I get that. Though. It's so emotional. <laughs> For, it, I, it is. I just completed the original, the first fifty-two episode run of Pokemon, and oh, bald, bald at the Charmander episode. The episode yeah. where the dude has the sand shrew that can swim. Oh yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. That one's terrifying. Like with the whip and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. The agreed. one, and I say my personal <laughs> favorite is Josh. The episode after that, which is the introduction of the Squirrel Squad. Squirtle, Squirtle Squad sick. kicks ass, Greg. Is yep. for sure. Squirtle Squad the one where they go to the island with the giant Pokemon or no? No. No. It's no, an amusement that's park. One. I also love uh I love the the Ghastly Haunter yes. exchange to get oh. to as oh, yeah. dude. Which we oh, can post that fucking meme. I made dude, <laughs> dude Sabri- Sabrina was a terrifying gym leader. Terrifying. Uh, oh uh, other Pokemon I wanted to pick Horsey. Uh, yeah, because Cedra is kind of fucking worthless too. Yeah. yeah, execute. Execute. Execute knows some knows some psychic stuff. I think. Yeah, yeah. that was kind of why I, I veered okay. away. I think if we were taking first of three, Bellsprout is a clear one first round pick. Yeah, but uh, Bellsprout except kind for that of axe kick. useful yeah. later. Oh no, I agree. Yeah, that's kind of like like you could say Pidgey sucks or Caterpie sucks, but like. Butterfree and Pidgeot are Ooh. obviously elite. That was my one when Pidgeotto's you said Pidgeotto's sick. Yeah. yeah, you could throw Krabby in there. Actually. So for me, yeah, I Kingler's was a, I was big on the TV show for like Kingler's one of my favorite Pokemon. Really? Right. Yeah, I just like a big crab. My favorite's <laughs> Jolteon though. Yeah, I know Jol- Jolteon. It's the fastest Pokemon ever. So wait, so wait, then would Eevee technically be a useless one? No, because literally, it's only its only thing is to evolve. Yeah, Whoa, but what did you not watch the fucking episode so... with the Eevee where the, the guy didn't make it evolve? True. No, I, I did, but like I, I think in when I'm playing the game, right, though, like Lieutenant <laughs> Sergeant over there, Sergeant Lieutenant, whatever the hell his name Would was. Would you like my right. hot take? I made my Pikachu evolve the second I caught it with a stone. Pikachu sucks in the game. Disagree because the original ones it takes so long to get him at the original jump. You have to wait around and go through Caterpie, 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 Metapod, Caterpie, Metapod, Caterpie, Caterpie, Metapod, Pikachu. Best feeling in the world. I think Pikachu sucks in the game. I think he's worthless. So here's the other twist on that though. He's really the first 
electric type till the floating balls with magnets. Voltorb. True. Thank you. True. That's True. why I liked him. I liked him for Misty's gym. I I always take Bulbasaur as my starter, so I never have a problem with the first two gyms. Weak sauce. Mm. Weak Beta. sauce. Bul- <laughs> Bulbasaur doesn't evolve because he's proud to be a Bulbasaur. Fuck you. You don't even fucking get it. You're you such a Greg's fucking the one that said simp. Eevee's just here to evolve. Fucking pure-raced Greg over here. <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> This has been another one of Flip So Tubers Deep Blood Bomb, NBA Rigged, Ping, Anastasia for her blackface comment. That was very funny. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate all you guys. This was a, a great episode. Um, Greg, do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, Thank you, NBA. Now I'm good. Cool. Josh? We need to do like a clip to get people to listen to the show on <sighs> podcast. Because hey, like, guys. that ain't happening. You mean we're not getting podcast listeners? No, or? that's yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, did you I miss the it. show? Make sure you well, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you bad. get your podcasts, or YouTube. You did promise Blood Bomb Premier League talk. Oh, shit. Hey, Manchester United's good again. And Liverpool sucks again. That was my team, talk. My team's about to get relegated. That's Prem talk. Hey, do you miss do you miss the show and wanna hear it? <laughs> Check out our podcast on Spotify. Or Apple Music. Or wherever you get your favorite well, podcast. On. Or on our Anchor website. Greg. Yeah. Does Anchor distribute every where are we, Josh? Just Before Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Okay. So Greg says wherever you get your podcast. We're not on podcast. If you get yours from a microwave, we're not there. We're not there. Greg beat us in the FA Cup. Yeah, if you want to hear a podcast. Look at us. Hey, we talk Where? on the internet. Greg shows his penis. On the podcast only, Greg. On the podcast only, yeah. On the podcast only. audio. On the podcast only. On the podcast. That's Greg's penis. Listen to the podcast. That'll get him. All right. Thank you guys very much. We'll see you next week. Emma.